I wish I had a bus story to lead us in, but I don't this time, unfortunately. <laughs> I had I have no new bus stories to open the show with. Um, well, the great thing is, all you have to say is, "Hey, I live in Vegas," and just right. stop. But, uh, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> there you go. Uh, welcome to a very rudderless <laughs> after dark with with me, Eric, Arlen, and Hunter. Uh, say hi, everybody. Hey. Hi, everybody. Hello. Um. So, anyways, Moon Knight. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> nope. I mean, no. Nope. I mean, nope. that's more of a topic than I had. So, <laughs> no. Here, here's what. Here's what we're gonna do, Hunter. You have five minutes, uh, uh, and then <laughs> way too long. <laughs> it's too long. Uh, so, anyways, you can all thank me for the Moon Knight show. Um, I made this happen clearly. Mm-hmm. Um, this was all my doing. As... I mean, here's the thing. Like, I just came off of a couple years where, like, I'm pretty sure that me, Joe, and Sean had willed a couple things into actual existence because there was just no fucking, like, I couldn't believe that we were like, yeah, it'd be nice to see Tammy and the T-Rex, like, uncut and, like, without even, in the back of my head, I'm like, that shit will never fucking happen. And then it happened, like, six months later. So at this <laughs> point, I'm a believer in terms of people just willing things yeah. into existence. Yeah. Manifestation. I, I created yeah. Moon Knight. That's and I well. and I manifested a show based off one of my favorite characters that died immediately. I did yeah. that. But yeah, you did that. Yeah. That's because yeah. you didn't believe enough, Arlen. Wait, well, who who did I have to believe in exactly? Oh, Eric. Oh, yeah. Who's, oh, no. who, where where did I place my trust, Eric? Huh? To be fair, you were, <laughs> you were manifesting something doomed to fail just by the company it was owned by. Yeah. Yeah, unfortunately. It's like Well, and that's that was that was even outside of your control, because that was that was just Stupid, that, dude, stupid someone, shit. Looked at a, someone looked at a spending report and went, whoa! And then, <laughs> that was, and then they found that out that there the, was a zero tacked on that wasn't supposed to be. And then that was the end of Swamp Thing. Like, it wasn't like, it wasn't a ratings disaster. Like, there was nothing about the show that killed the show. It was purely a business decision. And, and, <laughs> yeah, so cruel. Like, and the extra joke is like, I don't think it cur- <laughs> I don't think it exists. I'm pretty yeah. sure the show oh, oh. doesn't actually exist now after the fact. You no, can't find right. it. Yeah, I think it's on HBO Max, isn't it? No. Nope. It's not. Nope. nope. If you wanted to watch the show, I don't think you could. If well, you wanted to. Whatever whatever happened to them showing it on the CW again? Or they were going to show it on the CW. That's because, what I'm thinking. Yeah. They were going they, to. Um, but they never they did. did. Oh my god. I wonder if it was a case where, like, they had to pay people so much because they had so much money, and <laughs> if they try and repeat taxes. it, yeah. Oh my! Okay, God. you want another hilarious thing? You can watch the '90s show that they did right now oh. if you want to. That's so weird. I'll say I'm googling the streaming locations, and like I, I have to see yeah. that this for with my own eyes that this is just nowhere. Like. What it's so what the fuck? Like I, it, it's on like CW Seed. Like that's <laughs> Okay. It's on uh, Amazon. Yeah, but um, who's gonna Oh everything's on Amazon. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It also says HBO Max. It says that, but I've tried Oop, many times. Like the link isn't working, you fucking <laughs> asshole. Yep. <laughs> Which okay, so I can't this is... believe that. That is insane. 
So the additional humor of that is that means it's on their servers. It's there already. They've uploaded it. Looks like it. they've leased it out to Amazon, so they're not going to have it on theirs. Well, well it, it might yeah. be a case where it's also available on HBO Max in other countries. Mm-hmm. Yeah, could be. And but on the Amazon what, thing, the thing, Warner Bros. is fucking weird because Warner Bros. for a long time, when they had like the mm-hmm. um the 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 fucking DC Universe app, like the Dark Knight would cycle on and off of it. It's still doing. They're still. They're still doing that. Yeah. that shit. Like that. It's like, pre-existing they, deals. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I wonder yeah, if there was something it's, for Swamp Thing. It's like there'll be three months where you can watch all the hair. No, I don't think I don't. And on the Amazon thing, everything is on Amazon. Yeah. That's the only just, place you could watch Daredevil outside of Netflix was and continues to be on Amazon. Yeah. <laughs> so, it's really weird. weird. That makes it's, no sense. Well, it's because I think it's because it's just a marketplace, essentially. Like, it's just. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it just it still seems weird to me. It seems yeah. weird that they wouldn't have sold that on Blu-ray. Also, say. I'm pretty sure they did, didn't they? Did they? Daredevil? Yeah. Or Swamp Thing? Daredevil. Uh, <laughs> you can buy the first season on Blu-ray. Of, Who cares about Swamp uh, yeah. Thing? Um, how dare you? How fucking dare you? <laughs> I fucking love Swamp Thing, and it that show was doomed to fail. Yeah, now we no, all have to I can't believe I can't believe we're in a, a universe where there's three seasons of Titans, but Swamp Thing died on arrival. I can't it's believe just... we're in a universe where there might be a ninth season of The Flash. Oh my god! <laughs> like, it's it's amazing to me. I mean, we were joking earlier today, or I was pointing out earlier today, like the most popular DC characters are Shazam. Peacemaker <laughs> and Harley Quinn. What the fuck? Yeah. Okay, that's the thing. Like, I was talking to somebody about this the other day. Like, the most successful and most popular one of those DC things are all the fucking outliers. And yeah. I'm throwing the Z- the Snyder cut in there because that was on HBO Max, and like, it was a thing they wanted nothing to do with. And like, sure, gobbled that yeah. shit up too. But like, all their shit that they keep pushing is just fucking eating shit. Yeah. yeah, and I mean, and even that, I would, I would put I that under the Aquaman umbrella there. Yeah. Where it's, I can't yeah, like, Doom Patrol is still trucking along as well as it is. I think, it's it's, I think, I think the fact that it was Emmy nominated is helping, which blew my mind. But mm-hmm. um, but like Doom Patrol is great, Peacemaker's great, um, fucking Swamp Thing was great. Like all the shit that they don't really care, like to be like like suicide squad was great too like fucking yeah. blood sport is now a household name because of james gunn but like you can't keep henry cavill as superman are you fucking with me like well unfortunately that's the sign of who was in charge at the time yeah, yeah. maybe maybe yeah. theme park people are bad i don't know maybe, yeah. maybe. possibly unless I mean, it's Walt disney our favorite person on earth and with the cavill totally thing bad. I'm gonna. Yeah. I want to. I want to bring this up because it was. It happened today, mm. I think, or at least the news happened. And it's uh, regarding Disney. Uh, a friend oh. of mine sent me news that uh, the WWE is now like being broadcast through a Disney Plus service in Indonesia. Mm. And, and he was like, "Hmm." I'm like, "No, it's I like, I no, I don't." believe that this the, is the it'll never happen in i can't like yeah i have mm. trouble accepting that reality of like disney buying the wb because my like no. the question remains what the fuck would disney do with it? 
Oh, put them in the park, obviously. They would censor the hell out of it. Like, I mean, not the WWE, from what you told us, hasn't already done it, but... I love the idea of Disney censoring the WWE by just cutting constantly to every Mm -hmm. move. You don't see anything land. Yes. Well, no, they would, like, they would, like, the WWE's already been pretty bad about erasing their own history, but, like, Disney would scrape entire sections of timelines of, like... Like the '90s, good fucking yeah. god! That all that trash fire TV that they were doing, that Jerry Springer bullshit, it wouldn't be allowed to exist on a Disney platform. Yeah, that woman would have never given birth to a hand. Yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah. my personal favorite moment wouldn't be there. Uh, we would never get to see Randy Orton lick Stephanie's face ever again. Exactly. All the rapey, <laughs> all the rapey nonsense, the weird like sexual stuff, all the violence. Um. And like all the other taboo shit, they were just super proud of doing all the incest angles. Like Disney would scrub entire years of that. Why is it even worth it to them at that point? Yeah. Well, why is it even worth keeping at this point? Let's be honest. Uh, I mean, I, <laughs> I, I 100% honest. Like, yeah. he needs that. Really? Yeah, he needs that. There, there are. It has become like it's gotten to a point now where it's negating its own existence. Where it's like, I think we the world would be a better place if you just went away. Yeah, if, <laughs> yeah. if this company went under, we'd all probably be happier. Honestly. Yeah, probably. yeah. Even the people who like wrestling place. would be happier. Uh, yes, um, yeah. that's the crazy yeah. thing. There's good wrestling now, and people are still like, "I'm gonna watch WWE." It's like you don't need to anymore. Oh, like, I tell my friends, I'm like, "Do you have a WWE Network subscription?" They're like, "Yeah." I'm like, "Fucking why? Like, no why are you?" giving the money like that just seems so foolish to me because because it's the My same childhood. reason exactly it's the same reason people continue to watch it when it's on the air right um yeah so, where they complain about the mandalorian or i, I oh, mean both oh, of oh, um, oh. Uh, let's all right move on uh, before i start talking about star wars fans uh, <laughs> well no actually that is something i wanted to touch on briefly because uh i Connor, have you haven't gotten to see the newest episode of Boba Fett, have you? No, but I know exactly what's in it because okay. like, as soon as I heard about it, I was like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" And then just went and investigated myself. <laughs> all right, I, you you all know that I've been enjoying Book of Boba Fett. I mean, I'm not mm. going to say I've enjoyed it as much as Mandalorian, but I've still you been enjoying it. Chill. I know, I know. <laughs> I also really like Last Jedi. Take that as for what you will. Um, wow, you like women? Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm unsubscribing <laughs> for this podcast. <laughs> Having gotten to see how many episodes has there been of Boba Fett? Is it five? Five. I think it's five. This is yeah, the five. Fifth episode. Okay. I really think they would have had a stronger season if they would have just told the story of Boba Fett with the Tusken Raiders. Mm-hmm. Yep. That'd I be think it's awesome. I think it's far too much trying to do this old man in back to tank and now old man out of back to tank and being a crime <laughs> wow. lord. Here's the thing. That Maybe show. I'm not up. I'm not totally up to speed on Boba Fett yet. Like, I caught up yeah. on this, and I'll bring up a very good point afterwards. Like, that show doesn't sound very fucking interesting, and it's a real big problem when someone's like, "Hey, man, on the book of Boba Fett, the show about Boba Fett, they brought back Din," and I went, "Shut the fuck up!" And then I went, <laughs> I watched every scene he was in immediately, like basically the whole episode. Um, and that's what got me to pay attention to that show right away. Because I'm sorry, but the yeah. Book of Boba Fett, even from the first episode that I liked, is not a very interesting show. And I'm sorry that we're trying to make Boba Fett a thing, but 
I, I see. Eh. Go ahead, I, Hunter. I here here's here's my kind of counter argument to that is like mm. I feel like when you're bringing back Boba Fett, you kind of have to do something crazy with him because it's like yeah. at this point, mm. well, I, like, problem, I think that's the problem is that Boba Fett has been this impenetrable like piece of Star Wars that people are like, dude, fucking do something with Boba Fett. Stop putting him in video games. Stop putting him in comics. Like, do something with him on screen. No, no. At put, 30 put him in video in games. Well, yes. no, I'm saying don't just put him in video games. Like, that's what he seemed to have a glass ceiling of, like, where he can appear. Yeah. And so, finally, they're like, yes, we'll commit to, you know, something on screen, a live action Boba Fett. And that's after 30 years of people asking for that. And it's a show where he's like, as you just said, He's an it's an old man who gets upset in between breakfast naps and dinner naps. Like it's <laughs> it's it's a man who's just like <laughs> leave me the fuck alone. Well, I, I, I oh go ahead, Hunter. Sorry. I, I like I, like I don't know. Just relating this to what you said about the video game thing and like stuff like like we're coming off of uh thirteen thirteen footage leaking and you're like and I'm looking yes. at that and like they've tried so fucking hard with this character. And I'm enjoying Book of Boba Fett, but I'm looking at it, I'm like, man, this is like, this could be way better. It's yeah. not, mm-hmm. I don't think it's perfect by any means. But it's no. Like, no, yeah. I mean, it's, it's it's a thing I said earlier today where it's like, this is low quality, but it's it doesn't have to be perfect. And we've had this discussion many times. No, like, but it's Star Wars, Arlen. You don't yeah, understand. Yeah, right. It's Star, Star Wars. Wars. It has to be amazing. Star Wars can't be just okay. It has to be like the best yeah. or the absolute worst. And I think that's yeah. the just, problem people are having with the show is like, they don't know how to react yeah. to it just being like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's well, weird. It's, it's what I said in the chat earlier. And it's what I'd said in the beginning when they first announced Book of Boba Fett was that, I think this is just them being like, well, let's see if we'll get the same response to Boba Fett as we did with Jin or Jin, Jesus, Din and and Grogu. Like, let's see if we can go a season without them and see if people like it as much. Oh God, oh God, they don't like it as much. Put him back in. So, oh my God. I, and like, and that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, I as soon as someone pointed out to me that Din was back for like a whole episode, I was like, holy fuck, I'm gonna go figure this. I'm gonna go see for myself right now. And like. Yeah. It's a real like, it's a real testament like how much better the Mandalorian was at all yeah, times. It's, sure. it's mm-hmm. great, and like yeah. the fact that this dude swoops back in for an episode, you're like, oh fuck yes. Um, yeah, it's also so, like, uh, does, yeah. a lot of shit happens with that character in one fucking episode, and now I want Mandalorian yeah. season three like right now, and I and like yeah. we have to get through mm-hmm. book of fucking Sleepy Man. Um, yeah, there, yeah, there's a lot. Okay, there's a lot. There's a lot to process here, Eric. I think you're correct. Like, I do think they're testing it out and like trying to give themselves time to figure out what they're doing with Pandora mm-hmm. season three. But I think what what Boba Fett showed me and what the new episode, which is basically like Mandalorian two point five, yeah. What what it pointed out to me is that, and I I can't really pinpoint what it is specifically. There's a character, I guess, density um about what they've built up with the mandalorian and mm-hmm. the way in which it carves its own individual view of star wars mm-hmm. um that is so specific to that show and i think it's part of why i enjoyed it so much more than what i've been seeing with book of boba fett um and there's just like a sense that you are getting 
so much information from a given minute of it that it made me miss the Mandalorian. And I had to sort of think, well, okay, why would that be? Why is Boba Fett not filling that same void for me? And I think it's because it really does feel like it's, and they've only had two shows, so it's not hard to say this. It's the first one that feels like, oh, this is just the Star Wars that you know. And I think that if, if I had an expectation going in, it's that I wanted more of the seedy crime world of Star yes. Wars. And they're they're trying to do that. I just don't think they're doing nearly as good of a job of filling out those details um, because I think that they feel hindered in terms of tone. They don't want to be the same tone as the Mandalorian. Um, and they... As a result, they can't fill in those details as well as they want to. And I think the places where I liked Boba Fett the most, something that one of you already said already, the, is the stuff with the Sand People, where it felt like yes. they were carving something new, and they were saying something new about Star Wars through a lens that we had already seen before. And sticking with that, as Dances with Wolves as it might have felt for some people, would have at least <laughs> felt like we hadn't seen before within Star Wars. Yeah. Um, and, I, and yeah, oh, like I think it lost propulsion once we, once we zoom away from that storyline, um, which was I, so fascinating. I think one of the other things the Mandalorian had going for it is it had Filoni tapping yep. into Rebels and and what Clone Wars and all this mm-hmm. other stuff that was beloved yeah. by like Star Wars well, you fans. Know, here's, you know what you just. You kind of just made a thought pop in my head. Like, Boba Fett is like, we're seeing, um, it's kind of what Arlen just said. Like, but also, like, there's a thought I just had where, like, Boba Fett is so much cooler in The Mandalorian season two because he is, like, part of that pool that Arlen is, like, talking about where, like, The Mandalorian drives by Star Wars as it's happening, like, like, as it is. And he's like, sup, I have a kid. I need to get from here to here. And like, he's stopping it asking celebrities in the Star Wars universe for fucking, for fucking directions, basically. Like, so he keeps coming across like Ahsoka, Boba Fett, like Bo-Katan, like all these like relevant people for this time period. And it's almost like, it's like, like Forrest Gumpy in the way he's doing it. Like he's just bouncing from his story. But even, even, mm-hmm. even yeah. more so like what Arlen was saying is it's Boba Fett is presenting us Star Wars that we knew exactly. or we know. Like and, yeah. and, and Mandalorian was presenting people with Star Wars that did exist, that people enjoyed, but not as many people saw because I'm sorry, I don't have time to watch 22 episodes a season of mm-hmm. of Clone Wars to find the like five really good episodes and same thing with Rebels like you know I'm yeah. sure I'm sure they're all good and I know there's I can gods tell out you, there I can tell you right now without even having watched all of Clone Wars what the best episodes are based on what I've seen and what I've heard the last like five or seven like in that like that final mm-hmm. season they did um I've seen some of that and that is some fucking good Star Wars I have to say well, yeah, yeah, that was all the that was all the it's stuff that was pulling yeah. directly from the Mandalorian Man, wars. Man, it is so fucking good, and like, there's a mm. moment in that where Vader visits the ship where he thinks Ahsoka died, and he picks up her light, one of her lightsabers, looks up, and the the sun shines a light through his helmet, so you see his eyes. 
Mm -hmm. and he has a moment he shuts them and walks away and i'm like fucking whoa like he doesn't Mm -hmm. say a word and he buries one of his students basically in his head and then basically leaves more of himself behind in that one little moment and yeah like clone wars is so fucking good yeah well i mean you got to see ben kenobi fight the fucking darth maul like yeah yeah Yeah, it just it it like i said it mandalorian was pulling from Filoni's mind essentially because yeah. he is he is everything that people who claim to love Star Wars actually is like he's mm-hmm. he's that guy who like knows all of the history and knows he's what to pull a, and how to pull he's such a yeah. worthy successor to like if Lucas had a throne um, mm-hmm. like he's so because like he does with he does what George, what George did with with stuff we know, with stuff we don't. Like he comes up with all this appropriate new stuff to like carry a whole generation of this franchise forward. And I don't think he's appreciated. Well, uh, let's be honest, Lucas was responsible for creating the world and directing the first movie. I mean, yeah, <laughs> I, I would I'd go even further. I would say Filoni, like one of his best talents, is taking things that that like were weird idiosyncrasies within Lucas that didn't always work. Some of, sometimes it worked spectacularly, but sometimes it didn't. Uh, his like obsession with 1950s and early 60s culture didn't mm-hmm. work so well in the prequels. In yeah. this newest episode of Boba Fett, it's like Filoni is doubling down on that. I thought the episode was written by George Lucas because of how much it felt... Oh no, like, with um, gesture in it? <laughs> no, but it felt like a love letter to George Lucas and his like hot rod um fetish is the best way I can describe it. Oh, you like you, it, mean, you yeah. mean episode uh, three or four, the one that had the uh space mods in it. Well no, you, this newest episode, there's a lot of time spent on like what are essentially car terms. Oh like it's, yeah. it's all right. It's very Star Wars up, but I was like did he write this so he could show it to George and have George like nerd out on him so that he could have that reaction with his like dad I figures? Cars. I really like mm-hmm. cars. Oh, I like, well, like, I like if, speeders better. If George Lucas, Jerry Seinfeld, and Jay Leno hung out for a day, it, they would be just talking about like old 50s hot rods for like 24 hours straight while drinking day. coffee. In between um, slating each other. Um, right, yeah. I'd, yes. I'd see, that's the thing. Like, I took from from this newest episode of Mandalorian that this was more Filoni being like, hey, this is something you should have done with episode one. Hey, yes. these are the things you could have done, but you didn't because you didn't yeah. know what you were doing. I mean, yeah, it wasn't you, that hard. You made the, but, you made, right. He made the ships look like hot rods in episode one. He didn't yeah. explain why that's cool (laughs) or why that's interesting exactly um there is like i've it it does open up the the ocean of questions of like the fuck happened to everybody in the 30 years between episodes three and four (laughs) why is the universe a fucking trash heap now like Uh, because of the empire yeah i mean i'm just i'm just so like i'm like wow the empire is so shitty at just like public image they're like man all these cool ass ships Nah, you'll never see one of these fucking things yeah, again. Yeah. Drab yeah. and everything. Like, everything's just this fucking depressing, trashy look to it. Like, getting the thing that sounds like a screaming elf. Um, right. I, one other uh, <laughs> quick side thing. 
no, uh, I don't... no, you can't drop that on me and then hope, expect me to. Well, what? That's that's what the Tie Fighters sound like. Yeah, um, it's so perfect. I I don't know if you guys had noticed because I I didn't realize it until I read about it. But um, that one point, the uh, thing that uh that Mando asked the Jawas to get for him, that that mm. pole looking thing. Yeah. That that was the thing that Luke, Leia, and Han tried to use to stop the trash compactors. I, yeah. I, I did notice that. Yeah, I was I, like, oh, wow. It looked familiar, but it, I was like, huh. And then I was reading an article. I'm like, oh, my God. Like, mm-hmm. how did I not realize that? But, yeah, he I thought that was really fan. cool. Big fan. He also, yeah, he also I know. flew his, um, what the fuck was that cruiser? He flew his new ship down one of the areas from the pod racing. Uh, yep. Oh well, yeah. He no, also had him. He told yeah. him to go through Beggar's Canyon, the place yeah, that, exactly. that Luke said yeah, he would. Uh, was he would yeah. That game. yeah, he would yeah. bullseye uh, Womp Rats in his T one eighty. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah. it's. I, don't know. I, I love how it's a condense. Yeah. Yeah. Again, I, I forgot can, no, I, how that's, much that's, I missed him. I was actually worried about like how are they going to do this uh, reluctant man who would be king thing? How are they going to yeah. make that work for Mando? It's like they did it perfectly. It's he's he wants to be a Mandalorian so much that he's like, fine, I'll be the fucking king. I'll be in charge if it means I get my honor back. Oh, okay, Mandalorian <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, right. He's gonna he's gonna go do his. Uh... Jehovah's Witness thing and go wash himself in the lakes of Lake Winnetonka. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, yeah, it's, I don't know, it, it makes me excited to see what they're going to do with season three of Mandalorian. And uh, I really hope Boba Fett can pull it out in the last, what, two episodes? Because I think it's only seven episodes for the season. I really hope they can pull it out. Like, because I would love to be like, that was worth it. Because I feel like they've been planting all these things <laughs> throughout the season. But I don't know if they're going to pay off. Like, I mean, I, I'm hope I'm hopeful for the many reasons. I've I've heard that um, in interviews, uh, uh, Ming Na Wen, <clears throat> I don't know what just crawled in my throat there. Um, <clears throat> apparently, she was like, at the end of the last episode, you're going to look at the entire season very differently. Um, okay, and that that gives me quite a bit of uh, hope and interest in what's going on that they're that we're going to see a perspective shift of some sort and a lot of stuff will make sense i, I really i really hope she wasn't just uh bullshitting us uh that just, would be yeah i just want to yeah. see boba fett ride the rancor into a battle yeah that's, that's, that's the want. thing they're setting up so many things and like you know very like heavy fandom people are like kira from uh, Solo is gonna show up, and like all all this what? stuff, it's like <laughs> you know. <laughs> and part of me is like, I don't know about that, but then I'm then I'm thinking to myself, would I like to see Amelia Clark in anything? Yeah. After the last time I saw her in something no, that wasn't no. so good. No, no. Yeah, no. I would like to see her in something good. I'd like I, to see. I don't her. want to be reminded of the dark times. <laughs> well, wait. What about that? What when about I that? Had hope. 
that movie she was in that like had that terrible terrible Terminator tale. Genesis? No, no, it's the <laughs> like it, it they presented it as a romantic comedy in the in the trailers and from what oh, somebody <laughs> I can't remember what the twist was. Was it that the dude has been dead the whole time or it was her Yeah, Henry Golding is Okay, I think we talked about this on, a, we on did, an episode. Henry Golding remember. Henry Golding is a ghost from the beginning of the movie. What? Yeah, he's yes or no? Maybe not the very beginning because at some point, Emilia Emilia Clark, she gets a heart transplant, and it was his heart. That's it. Yes, and yes, that's revealed at the end. Wait, is that? Okay, hold he, on. Yeah, is, yeah. Is the mechanics of the ghost existing? Is this because she got the heart translate transplant that she can yeah. see the ghost? That is see the, his ghost. Yeah, that is the dumbest that. shit I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> it is very much so. It, it's only dumb because it's not a horror movie. In horror movies, that's like a well-worn idea and trope that sure. in so many of them. But because it's a romantic comedy, it's like, well, that's fucking dumb. Yeah, it's stupid. <laughs> but yeah. it can be. But a hand that moves on its own. And uh, is the result of a serial killer, or it's transplanted, and then it goes off killing people. See, That's fine. That we ever, can make fifteen movies about that. <laughs> do they ever make fun of the fact that it's a ghost, or is it just like played super straight? That's I feel the thing. Like it changes the, things. It's entirely a mystery box style reveal. It, you Oof. don't learn this until the closing of the movie. That is um, so stupid. Yeah. Yeah, and then uh, there's like a year later flashback, and she's like happy, she's living her life, and everything's together, and she sings Last Christmas, um, which is the title of the movie, and it's uh, Last Christmas, you gave me your heart. Yeah, um, I'm aware. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thank you so uh, much. Uh, yeah, that was, a, that was my awful singing voice. You will your never be hearing that again. Beautiful, it's um, like an angel. <laughs> And I, I, at that point, I was I was groaning, but I was also smiling, and I didn't. I was just like, I don't know how to feel about this. I, I'm angry, at the, but I also enjoyed myself at the same I time. Think anger um, is, is the right emotion. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think I think the bigger question here is: Does she bone down on the ghost? Yeah, she did, uh, <laughs> there are implications. Yeah, the oh. ghost blowjobs. Is it like ghost ghost oh, jobs? The Aykroyd, somewhere going, yup. <laughs> well, it's like American Werewolf, uh, where <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> she turns into Henry Golding and she's yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Or a walking meatloaf, Dan. Um, anyways, yep. uh, I, so <laughs> where were we? <laughs> uh, somewhere Moon Knight, Moon Knight, Moon Knight. Back to Moon yeah. Um, yeah. So the trailer was actually pretty good. It no, was. it was. All jokes aside, I, I, the trailer looks good. I mean, what am I going to say? Am I going to say I'm not going to see it? It's a, I mean, it, it's a Marvel yeah. show. I'm going to watch it. Yeah. Like, it's yeah. a Marvel show based on fucking Moon Knight with Oscar Isaac. Exactly. I don't know jack shit about Moon Knight, but you have me in, okay? <laughs> exactly. Also, it's the only Marvel thing we're going to get in between now and Strange. Yeah, Doctor and Strange. Yeah. I, I'm going to be rabid by the time Strange comes out, especially <laughs> if they hadn't been putting Moon Knight out. So, like, yeah. Yeah. Of course I'm going to watch it. You kidding yeah. me? You know what's funny is like because No Way Home just happened and like I keep hearing about Doctor Strange and like they had a trailer at the end like 
my brain was like, oh yeah, it's like it's just right around the corner. It's like, no, it's fucking next year, isn't it? Yeah, it's it's, it's summertime. Motherfucker. Yeah. yeah, it's uh yeah, it's around my birthday ish. It's nice. like coming out. So yeah. So you wait until it comes to Disney Plus and then you watch it. Wait, this year, yeah. right? I thought it was next year. No, it's this year. No, this year. This oh, year. Okay, yes. okay. No, I thought it was much yeah. closer. I thought it was like springtime. It's like, oh yeah, no, it's fine. It's, <laughs> it's May. Did we, is the did we ever talk about that trailer? Because like we haven't talked about Marvel stuff since the I mean, last maybe show. We touch on that because I mean, it's been a we, while. We didn't even talk Actually, about Spider Man formally. Yeah. Did we talk about Hawkeye even? I don't even think we did. We, a little bit. No. A little bit. A little bit. Yeah, a little yeah. bit. Okay. Yeah. Well, no, it's well. The yeah. Doctor Strange was released separately, like probably a week or two after the movie. Yeah. No way. Came and they, out, and so. they added some little stuff, little they things, did. like yeah. But other than that, it's mostly the same trailer. Uh, all I all I care about is I got to see Domamaru uh, Domamaru <laughs> on on on. Who? Uh, no, not Who? wait. No, it's not Domamaru. Uh, Yo, Yes, thank you. Yeah, yeah. The the green tentacly eyeball guy. Fuck, why can I remember his name? He was Dang in God. Marvel vs. Capcom. Yeah, Shumagorath. That's Shumagorath. I went with the Lovecraftian name. <laughs> well, I mean, it's it they did of, change his name too. So it's, isn't it Gargantos now? I don't know. I don't remember because that happening. I, there was. I, I remember reading an article. It's like something about the the naming rights. Uh, mm-hmm. For that, because they were like, I guess from Lovecraft's estate or something. Really, but I think so. It's it's weird, huh. but his name's like hmm. Gargantos or something. Lovecraft's estate, huh? That's a hmm. <laughs> um, <laughs> I didn't know that there was an estate, but all right, I could. Uh, I guess wrong, I'm, I'm I'm fairly certain they had to change the name. No, that that, uh. that can. That makes sense because I know that there is a Stoker estate and there is a Shelley it's, estate. I'm pretty it sure it was the why it was Marvel the, is called Gargantos and Doctor. It's Strange the Jack too. Kirby estate, is what it was. Oh, it, it that makes yeah, even more sense. Yeah, no, yeah. I think anybody who's part of the Lovecraft estate is like, we don't care, use it. It's an option. They're like, they're just like, they're like, just change the name of the cat, please. If you ever make a movie, please, oh, oh, God. for the love of God, just don't, don't, don't. But yeah, please I mean, edit I, this. Please Outs- change things. <laughs> outside of seeing uh, Shumagorath for the first time on screen, there's nothing. I, there's literally nothing. Nothing else matters to me, and yeah. I don't even. I guarantee, like that's probably the beginning of the movie. Like that yeah, part, and it doesn't show any of the shit that's rumored to be in the movie. So. No. Well, no. the rumors have gotten fucking insane. The, the rumors, it's like, are, but we are we are at uh, Blue Marvel is in Wandavision levels of no rumors, Goku. Okay? Goku will be in Doctor Strange. Well, the one the one rumor that I don't know if we want to mention in case it does pan out. Well, whatever, fuck it. The um, Illuminati. Yeah, the Illuminati. The Illuminati has been a through line since this movie was in production. Like, so yeah. I'm. I think there might be some credence to it. Like, I yeah. I I don't want to say like 100. No, that's not going to happen. But it would be a really great way for them to get in some of the cameos for people that they're hinting at being in the future of Marvel. Yeah, I mean, here's what's going to happen. OK, so Vision's going to get out of the hex. Right. And out there is Magneto. And he's like, I'm here now. Oh, yeah. I'm in the MCU. I'm here. Also, here's the expansion. I'm here. I'm Quicksilver's dad. Met- <laughs> right. 
He just does the fucking uh, have you met Ted to fucking um, Professor X. Have you met Professor X? God, have you met Ted? What are you talking about? Oh, you guys haven't seen I I Met Your Mother? Okay, never mind. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. It's a a running joke. Never mind. Oh, no, I don't don't know anything about that show because I'm I'm not a middle-aged wife. Um, (laughs) I'm somewhere in the middle. I have a younger brother who was obsessed with that show. I am not defending how I got your mother on this podcast. God damn it. There are it's younger a- people though who love both of those shows, yeah, which is, is it's it's befuddling to me because just in my own personal age group, we've all thought sitcoms were lame. And then people even younger than us are like, no, sitcoms are all right. I'm like, what the fuck? No. What 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 world I is watch- this? the last two minutes of every Big Bang Theory before uh, AEW Dynamite on Wednesday, so it's like, <laughs> that's all That right. was how I yeah. discovered Scrubs, but I fucking love Scrubs, and we'll defend it the day I die, okay? Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Didn't How I Met Your Mother have uh, have Neil Patrick Harris playing kind of a yes. shitty, rapey dude in it? Yes, it, mm-hmm. it does. Okay, yeah, yeah, because yeah, I, I seem to remember, like, that he had, there was a book that came out that was supposed to be yeah. his character, and yeah, just, yeah fucked up yeah a little mm. bit a little bit so uh things that are actually good though so uh hunter you've been watching station 11 huh i have been yeah uh, did you finish that second episode i don't know Fuck i did about this show i did <laughs> uh honestly like i'm really digging this show not gonna lie. like it's, yeah, it's really, really good yeah. really good uh, yeah. i really uh I, i'm not gonna maybe spoil I, it i'm not gonna spoil I, it but i, I do want to talk about the tone from it like mm-hmm. yeah uh this is like uh like a really weird bizarrely hopeful and kind of like yes yeah it's really good yeah mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, yeah i've never seen one of these shows uh with people who are like clapping and laughing and like enjoying themselves <laughs> <laughs> well i mean it's it's not spoiling anything to explain the basic premise so yeah, connor the right. idea is that there is a version of the flu that comes out that people are calling the georgia flu that it doesn't have an incubation period you just you get sick like that's yep. it and Fuck then off. if you if you get it you're dead pretty much so it's mm-hmm. it's kind of like take the idea of captain trips but make it mm-hmm. handled a little bit better um and then it fast forwards what 20 years into the future after yeah, the years. flu yeah after the flu and it's following this this performance group that do plays and play yeah. music and they go from city to city and it's it kind of jumps between those two things but there's also connecting themes between the both of them and yep. it's it's just so goddamn good because yeah, it's it, like it's hopeful post-apocalypse it is it's yeah. it's like there there's children who are enjoying themselves it's weird mm-hmm. like, oh, it's so like, andrew lincoln yeah. is storming to someone's town going like i'm gonna fuck that guy's <laughs> no, wife there, there are no. so yeah. many walking dead jokes you can make but it's a universe where yes all that kind of stuff has clearly happened or it elsewhere happened, like, like it's yeah. very clear there's shitty people in the world but it's like mm-hmm. yes it doesn't seem to be a big oh, deal. What you're telling me is I don't have to spend my entire duration, the entire duration yeah. of my visit with the show with just shitty people. No, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, you know that somewhere the road is happening, not exactly <laughs> the road, but yeah. you know it is happening somewhere, but you don't to have to someone. deal with that. Yeah. yeah. To someone, yes. But you yeah. don't have to dwell in that like it, it, honestly, sadness and kind of yeah. like I, like it reminds me of like 
uh, Red, like there's parts of Red Dead Two that kind of reminds me of, of like just being mm. in the camp. It's just yeah, like I can, I yeah. can see that. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it's it's, it's good. It's like a testament to the idea, the idealized version of humanity that, like, mm-hmm. you know, regardless of what happens, like we will continue because we're a terrible fucking virus on this planet. Uh, anyways, yeah, um, <laughs> no, we, no. We, need to, we need to thin our numbers with barbed wire wrapped baseball bats and lots no, of speeches. No, there's, and I don't, I don't want to say anything more because I, well, I don't want to say anything too much because I don't want to spoil things for Hunter, but you will, you will see some aspects of that in the show. Yeah, but, I'm sure there will. Yeah, but <laughs> it's, it, it's honestly a minor part of it. Yeah it, yeah, it feels it feels no, it very much. Like it's, it sounds like a nice change in pace because I haven't seen a movie that's or even like a or a TV show or a movie that's set in the post apocalypse that's been like, yeah, I don't know, like inspiring in any way. I'm watching yeah. the, I'm watching the show and all I can think about is like I I I really don't care for the Last of Us. I don't I don't actually mm-hmm. care for it. I think. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it feels like an antidote to a lot of that stuff. The the way that I described it earlier this week was that feeling that you have at the very end of Mad Max Fury Road, where there's that that hopeful sense that you have at the end of that movie, where you you get the sense that they're going to try and rebuild, and that the people that you're following have not given up on hope entirely. Um, That's that's this show's like almost organizing principle is building up to how that can work and how it doesn't have to be everything doesn't have to be all pain yeah. all the time. You don't even need to when murder every... your main character with a baseball mm-hmm. yeah. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It doesn't have well, to be. Well, Hunter, Hunter, he, was mur- he was murdered by a bridge blowing up and having him land in a helicopter off to his movies. Um, <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All those, all those movies that Andrew Lincoln's been. Man, in. apparently yeah. that show is still teasing Abysmal. the fucking rick grimes movie is like every once in a while and like Why? every time i check back in with that show something preposterous is happening like it's <sighs> amazing i can't I, one i can't believe, i can't believe the mainline show is actually ending but at the same time like i can't believe it's also still around <laughs> i i i fully believe there will be a point in the walking dead where the zombies talk I I'm, I'm, I feel it coming. I feel it coming. They're gonna. They're just gonna. They're just gonna steal from the original I Am Legend, where some of the zombies yes. are gonna be like, "We're not. We're not actually zombies. We're just pretending the our skin is starting to grow back, and uh, we are the new humans now, and we have to kill you all because we, you are the Walking Dead. Like they're gonna. Yeah. They're totally gonna pull that. And besides, yeah. have you seen your boy Rick? He's your man. Jesus Christ. <laughs> When's that movie coming out? <laughs> God, we're all just glad we're dead and our olfactory senses are burned out because you people look ripe. Um, well, also, like, and then World Beyond like came and went like a fucking oh fart God. in the wind. Well, I guess. AM, AMC is notoriously cheap. And yep. I'm kind of wondering if the amount of money they're making off the show is not as much as they're having to pay anymore. And yep. they're like, all right, kill it we got to kill it because we've got a million other people we can take advantage of and make a lot of money off their shows and not pay anybody well enough. I mean, I, I, I have a lot of questions about AMC's strategy at this you point because remember a couple years clear. back when mm. they were announcing all those shows, it was like, I think this is around 2014, 2015. Uh, I, I seem to remember they were announcing all these shows and one of them was alter beast. 
Uh, and like, Excuse it was me? really they they were going to work on an Alter Beast show. I'm fairly certain. Lies um, from your grave. Lies from your grave. Uh, but like, I seem to remember them like really digging into making these shows, and then all of a sudden, it's just Walking Dead all the time now. What would they do with an Alter Beast I show? <laughs> I, it was all. I, the, Walking Dead producer, the Walking Dead producers working on Altered Beast Streets of Rage adaptations. Yeah. Oh, in, in defense, right. In defense of that period of time where they announced this, remember, like, Better Call Saul, I think, had been announced by then, probably, yeah. or there was, yeah. or, or maybe Breaking Bad was just oh, wrapping wait, up. Wait, hold on. There, so Sega, Sega and Stories International first revealed plans to adapt more than 40 Sega properties, including oh <laughs> Golden Axe, Crazy Taxi, and Virtual Fighter in I, films, television shows, I and digital series in 2014. Desperate to see the Crazy Taxi movie. <laughs> I, what would what would Virtual Fighter be? Would everybody be going polygonal? Like <laughs> they were going to do a Shinobi movie or rent a hero movie. What? Oh, yeah. Oh. They had a producer attached to Shinobi and a director attached to Rent a Hero. Okay. Eric, I need you to know this. Mm-hmm. I just snorted red wine into my nostrils. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> because because of what you said, and it's still there. And I need you to know that you did that. You're welcome. Well, the other thing is, like, okay, so an Altered Beast show, like, let's say they, they do the amount of seasons that there are levels. So that means the big finale of season two would be dude turning into the dragon thing and then yes. hiding in the corner, the right lower corner of the giant eyeball monster and just using the electricity attack over and over. Because that's that's how you beat that thing. That's that is the cheat I, to get past that thing. I would love a Streets of Rage show, though. I, I think that'd be fucking awesome. Uh, I. I don't know how I feel about that. I mean, unless it had the, like, you can't trust the police, your fists are yes. your only weapons as yes. the opening tagline. Then it yes. needs to be. Every episode opens with you cannot trust the police. Um, yes. You do it You do it exactly like the Warriors, but you have to find a way to pace that over, you know, 10, 15 episodes. Yeah, with, with a lot of A-cab in it. And, but but it would also be them calling in rogue elements of the police to drop firebombs on people. Yes. Because yeah. that was the big part of the first game. That yes, was your please. that was your clear attack was like you'd see a cop car come in and a guy would get out with a rocket launcher and then it would firebomb everyone you were fighting. So yes. I I'm, I'm not yeah. I'm sad this never happened. I'm not against the idea, but fuck. I mean but, but yeah. okay, so you mentioned the big ones, but forty properties, what the fuck else were well, they going to do? Actually, I'm also seeing I'm so so Sonic is supposed to be the first one. Um, yeah, says, I mean, says, that, Shinobi, that, Golden Axe, yeah. Alter Beast, Virtual Fighter, Crazy Taxi, and one of them was like Rise of Nightmares. Um, I, I uh, could honestly like. I think with the success success of Sonic, they're gonna try and bring this back. I generally think they will. I'm not opposed to them doing a Yakuza no. show. No, a Yakuza mean... thing would be cool. Like, there's things they could do with these properties, and that like it's not. I'm not necessarily mm-hmm. saying Alter Beast, but like I think a Crazy Taxi thing would be pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, was a video game movie coming from Sega that was in yep. 2020, September 24th. Mm-hmm. If we're they just won't. talking about Sega still, then yeah, I don't know about them and AMC producing these things no. because 
Yeah. Sonic yeah. was Paramount. I that was yeah, that was Paramount. Yeah, I think yeah. they weren't. Uh, it wasn't Sony. I know it wasn't Sony. So yeah. just real quick to, I, to I, what I to what I said about AMC being cheap. Like these are the same people that didn't want to finish Mad Men because because yep. Wiener wanted too much money, and <laughs> they were and, and Breaking <laughs> Bad was actively courting other stations to air the last season. So yeah, AMC yeah. is never yeah. going to do any of this ever. Yeah, well, I think that they were also they were planning to continue the growth that they had seen after Walking Dead aired. I think I think yeah. that was part of the plan. And nope, no, yeah. no, no, they, they, they're, they're about the same as they were. You know, yeah. like Shutter is still what it is. It's still my favorite service that I pay for every month, but it's still about the same size as it was. Uh, they they're very good at getting movies on there. And mm-hmm. everything else that I know that AMC is associated with, it's all at about the same size. Even after they put launched AMC Plus, which is supposed to be all of the things together, like it's still about where it was before. They're still buying the same quality British shows to beef up their catalog, and yeah, but they're not. They they haven't had the same exponential like acceleration that they had with those first few seasons of the walking dead. And I don't think that they're ever going to recapture that. I think their, their best Avenue at the moment is to like get bought by Paramount or get bought yes. by Sony. Um, they still do good prestige TV. Like wasn't killing you on AMC. They still do good stuff. Well, yeah, that's part of yeah. their BBC. Yeah. That was, uh, that was picked up from. Yeah. Else. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wait, all right. So you said AMC plus. Who the mm-hmm. fuck needs AMC Plus? All of no their one. best stuff has either been like, here, mm-hmm. hey, it's $5 for the entire series of Breaking Bad digitally, or you can watch yeah. it all on Netflix. Like, this I is got- the hilarious thing about AMC Plus. It doesn't even have their back catalog of stuff. What the fuck does it exist for then? It exists so that you don't have to pay for the services individually. So, uh, uh, and, and so you can watch whatever's airing right now. I subscribed to it just the other day because I saw a new show starring Zon McLarnan um, that I thought was airing already because I had seen so many Facebook ads for it. I was like, cool, my guy from Fargo and Hawkeye in a, in a show that's supernatural-ish, Dark Winds, I think it's called. It might be a remake of a show with Lou Diamond Phillips. I'm not sure about that. Oh, the, uh, the guy who wasn't actually uh, of any type of native tribe. Okay, cool. Yeah, that yeah. guy. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I was I was very excited for it because I'm I'm in for my man Zon. Yeah. Um, I don't know when that show is airing. <laughs> it may not be airing for six months. Oh, so I have I'm technically paying for Shutter twice over because that's included in it. You get access to their Shutter library, their IFC library, and their BBC America stuff. Okay. I had it. For a couple of months because of the newest like season of Doctor Who that they were doing. Because mm-hmm. um, they also have that through their BBC America stuff. Like they have a good catalog of stuff. If I didn't already pay yearly for Shudder, I would just have it year round. Because I'm. it's just it's only like a couple dollars more than what I pay for Shudder. Um, but if you're like looking for the back catalog... That stuff's not in there. I found this out because I was like angrily wanting to watch the latest season of Better Call Saul. Couldn't find it anywhere else. I was like, surely it'll be on AMC Plus if I subscribe. It it should all be there, right? No. 
anything Breaking Bad after the airing of the original Breaking Bad is part of Netflix. Netflix is streaming stuff. If you want to watch anything related to that, you have to go there. And uh, Netflix. Okay, El Camino was a Netflix original movie. Yep. yep. And you have to wait till the next season of Better Call Saul airs, which now oh, might not be for that's... an entire other year. Yeah, um, that's why that's taking so long for that season to come to Netflix. Yep. Mm-hmm. And it's like, geez, which is why I ended up signing up for a VPN. Um, <laughs> I still haven't watched all of it because the experience of watching it on a VPN is awful. Um, of course it is. Roku, work on your VPN support, you sons of bitches. You're great at everything else, but not VPN support. Well, um, it's bad to Arlen because it's illegal. That's why. He's, right. He's, exactly. he's a man of God. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, where were we? A- AMC. AMC. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I like AMC still does good stuff, but like they were really betting on a lot of things happening for them. But instead they have The Walking Dead, which has a man wearing like a sci fi suit now, like a like a rejected David Bowie outfit. What? Like, oh, you might be what? looking at. Um, I think it's OK. So like there's the timeline from like world beyond that the main show was like starting to catch up with as it's coming to an okay. end. Yeah. There's, there's a like man. A yeah. There's a he's man like a wearing looking dude. He's like an, he's like an infantry, I think or something like that. Yeah. And he's wearing Why like this weird have... sci-fi armor and I don't understand. And it's him. Why versus, does he uh... have sci-fi yeah. armor? Why? I don't, um... I don't know. There's some kind of like there's some kind of development that's got like advanced to that's that's got access to like I don't know decent tech that's like this is my guess at based on what I've seen. Uh, it's very hard to tell. I saw a trailer for the for Fear of the Walking oh, Dead where goons. this guy. Okay, yeah, these yeah. The, the fucking the Commonwealth people. Yeah, I saw a trailer for that where it's like a guy the Enclave from Fallout. Okay, yeah, there's a trailer where the guy's like. I nuked the entire South. That's like, wait, nukes? Nukes happened? When did nukes happen? Why are there yeah, nukes? Yeah, well, there's there's nukes, and I guess like they they introduced a new kind of walker, which is like nuke, like walkers who have been nuked and exposed to radiation. Um, who now like just being in their presence is lethal. I'm like, that's cool shit. I wish I didn't have to watch the Walking yeah. Dead to get it. <laughs> oh my this god! This is what. My yeah. body is shutting down because we're talking about Walking Dead this much. Oh god, this is, kill me! This is, how, this is how my I Am Legend theory about this show comes true because they're just going to keep on copying other apocalypse things until they've absorbed yeah. all of them. It's yeah. like anything, you know. If a, if you know when Star Trek is uh, on long enough, they've copied every sci-fi thing that's ever existed because well, it's I just. I've also heard that Walking Dead is now on long enough to contradict stuff that was established in season one. Yes. Like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, the yeah. the season where they actually cared. Got it. Yes. yes. Got it. Got it. Got it. Back. Man, I saw it. that one. I saw that interview with Sam Whit where he talks about how like Walking Dead season two was supposed to be, and then like, and then he's just like, yeah, and they fire Frank Darabont and slash the budget, and none of that shit happened. I'm like, and that's yes. the end of that story, I guess. Like, was was season two the one that spent half of it like, where's the girl? And then yeah. the yeah, other, okay, yeah, that in was the terrible. Barn, I still think that yeah. reveal was fantastic because that's just like there, were, there is yeah. so much time wasted. But like, I still think that like we can't find this girl and like, yeah, she's probably dead. But like, not only is she dead, she's in the barn full of walkers that Herschel's been collecting for half a season and just keeping them in there like animals. 
I think that there was a there was a gross overcorrection that happened after season two, where it's like instead of spending any time to let things develop, we just immediately went to um, fucking Eye Patch, whose name I'm forgetting. Oh, the governor. The governor. They immediately went to the governor's the bad guy within a season. Um, And they had to, like, do an entire episode in the next season to fix the governor uh, being villainous. And it was just like, this does not work. This does not feel natural in in hindsight. I remember at the time being very excited for it because, like a lot of people, I was high on the show being what it was. But, like... The pacing is just so inconsistent. I don't think I could watch that show now if I went back and because I don't think any of it would work. I, I think that it's too dependent no, on. I, the, I I don't want to watch any of that show fair. unless it is the unless it's yeah. an episode like the Governor episode where they hyper focus on a single character mm-hmm. and you get more time in that person's head. Like when they do it with Negan and they do it with the Governor, they did it with um oh shit, uh Morgan. Like those episodes are fan fucking tastic. Mm-hmm. Um. And then once it goes back to the regular shit, I'm like, oh, I don't care about any of this. And they're going to spend so much fucking time doing it. And like, I can't stand Rick Grimes as a television protagonist because I think he is just fundamentally unlikable from every point on the spectrum that you stand on. I think he fucking sucks. Yeah. So anyway, uh, Station Eleven. Uh... Yes. Yeah. <laughs> which circles us perfectly back around to that. Which I I can't say enough good stuff about that show. Yeah, like it just, it, yeah, made me so thoroughly happy. So um, good. I'm I'm just glad yeah. that you started watching it, Arlen, because I felt like the old man yelling at clouds, and I was like, Station Eleven's really Station good, 11, everybody. Station Eleven. And, and mm-hmm. I was, yeah, yeah. I, I was very worried that it was going to be what. I mean, the same reasons that Hunter was worried and that other other people were group or were, were worried like going into it and it's just not it's not that it's not a show that it feels like it is um that feels like it's in bad taste after everything that the last two years have wrought um it doesn't it absolutely doesn't it feels no. in fact i feel like there may have been a version of the show that uh would have felt in bad taste but i feel like they went the other direction they really made sure not to overdo it with the pandemic-y stuff. And because of the nature of the story and the way that they, the virus works in the story, uh, it allowed them to get out of that because it's a virus that kills so quickly. Yep. It's not, they, they didn't have to dwell in it. They didn't have to do Contagion, um, in the, which is a movie that is much harder to watch than this show is like the show is so incredibly watchable and the characters are so compelling yes. much in the way that Connor was saying that some of the best stuff in the walking dead is when they really focus on characters and it does that. But again, you don't have to deal with like hours of characters being yep. miserable in just the worst it, it, possible way. It's also nice to watch one of these shows and seeing people like enjoy themselves. Not only that, but like seeing people mm-hmm. who are like, Oh, this is a genuinely like cool person who I'd probably like to hang out with if they yeah. were real. Like, yeah. Well, and the it's... world, the world building is so natural. Also, yeah. that's, that's something I love about it. Um, yeah. Well, I was I was doing a little reading about the show um, and the book before. Uh, mm-hmm. Well, after I'd finished watching it, the entire series, and man, the book 
definitely got a bit darker than the show does. Like, I don't want to say anything. I'll, I'll message you about it, Arlen, or I'll send you a link to the article I read, but yeah, it's a hoof. It's a very different, some of the choices they made. And I think it's for the better what they ended up doing. I think that it worked out well. I think, um, I don't know much about the guy who's the showrunner, but I know, uh, hero Mirai, um, Mm. from, uh, from Atlanta. Oh, um, oh, okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, and I, I, it seems like he was a big part of the show. I, I think he directed most of the episodes, um, a large number of them. Um, oh, okay. Not as many as I thought, but he, he directed the pilot. And I think that he, his, his, uh, personality is all over it. And these directors, I think they, it's as with any TV show, they follow the direction that is established in the first few episodes. Um, and I think that there's just this tone that the show strikes that is, again, like we've been saying, it's so hopeful, um, but it doesn't it doesn't pretend that dark things don't happen. And that's exactly. And that's more realistic in the sense of well, that's how any show set in the modern day would be. Yeah, we have shows set now that are sitcoms and we have shows set now that are. Uh, the, your Law and Order's SVUs or the like, the Danish crime dramas, where it's like all of this exists at the same time. People yeah. go through their lives, and some people are having the worst day of their lives that they could possibly have, and some people are just having a good time. And the fact that this show is like in this period of time, in a time that might be considered a bad time to exist, there are still people who are going to be smiling and singing and having well and that's this doesn't this doesn't really spoil anything but like it establishes i think it's like either the in the third or even the second episode like (laughs) the phrase like oh you're a pre or like Mm -hmm. something along those lines talking about the people that existed before the before like the apocalypse happened so like the people who were born after like this terrible virus tore through everyone, they have a completely different outlook on things. And that that's a great way to explain it is like these people were born into this world that like, this is all they've known. So they found happiness in it. And then you've got the people who remember the world beforehand who are like, they're the ones who are having the hardest time dealing with all this. Mm. Mm-hmm. So, and that's, and that, that's making it sound more sinister than it is. Like it, it's not something that plays up a whole lot, except with like one or two characters. Um, yeah. I don't want a hard transition, but I just found something interesting while I'll have that, that walking dead step up pulled up. Uh, so there was a resolution in the Victor Miller Friday the 13th lawsuit. Yeah. Like I thought I'd say something one. about that. Um, so Victor yeah. Miller won the case officially, and he owns the right to his screenplay. Uh, the answer to can Victor and Sean make separate movies? Not really, because Victor only owns U.S. rights and now and only and owns U.S. Mm. rights and only to the first script. And Sean owns adult hockey mask wearing Jason, but can't legally use him in a movie without Victor's express permission. It's complicated. So basically, huh. it's over. But this is still a fucking fucking mess. What was like, the point of the lawsuit? What was yeah. the point? Yeah. Oh my god. That I, I don't think we need Friday the Thirteenth anymore. I don't think we do. I mean, I've heard many interesting takes of how you could do a Friday Thirteenth, and apparently, um, 
every good horror writer that we all know of has written a Friday the 13th script. Okay. David Bruckner has written a Friday the 13th script and so on and so forth. The list Here's goes the thing. on. There, there exists currently two mm. fantastic Friday the 13th movies. They're called Don't... Uh, don't uh, yeah, don't the Hide YouTube Down movies. Yeah, the, short yeah. Films. Yeah. the two short films are the best Friday the 13th movies I've ever seen. Yeah. And honestly, beyond that... I don't really care. I love Jason to death, but like at this point, like, yeah. what are you gonna what are you gonna fucking do with him? Like, unless you I have agree. some, unless you have a wild ass angle, like I've been saying for years, unless you're gonna do a movie that's like two thirds Jason POV, I don't give a shit. Like, when did when did the first Friday the Thirteenth come out? What year? Nineteen seventy eight. Yeah. Is it 80? So give it another six years and that's that series will be 50 years old yeah we don't need any more friday the 13th the slasher movie is dead like unless yes here's, yeah. okay here's the thing here's how someone will do the the fucking the halloween um kills fucking into it where it's they'll have somebody for, like the tommy jarvis actor for for instance who's still around like or even cory feldman it'd be fucking cory feldman with the way it's fucking studios act like they bring in Corey Feldman and they would just bring back Jason and it would just be more of the fucking same. And the first mm-hmm. one would make money hand over fist and the second one would suck ass. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, also, this is the thing. Jason is way too generic for him to deserve to come back the way that he in that way. I think what's him is like, I think, by th- I think um, he's honestly, he's He's not disagreeing as Freddy because Freddy has personality, you can see, but like <laughs> Freddy versus Jason dives into like some wacky shit like in Jason's dream world, and I'm like, in mm-hmm. here is a cool fucking movie. I just don't know what the fuck you do with any of it. Like mm-hmm. there's something to be said about like the visuals of him living in like a half drowned house and like basically maintaining his house as if he were a little boy, but like that's cool mm-hmm. if you get it in snippets, and I have no idea how you turn that into a feature film. And that's like the only angle you have left. It's like getting his head, and like mm-hmm. I don't know if there's anybody around who can do that really. No, probably not. I mean, it's to me it, and it's this has kind of already happened. Um, there's no reason to continue doing Fridays because there's so many people who are doing Friday the Thirteenth, but they don't have Jason. So they're doing like their version of it already, and I'm kind of just letting that continue, just letting that uh, go on as it has been, because it's producing, I think, movies that are at the very least more interesting to me. You mean like um, Hatchet and like shit like that? Sure, Hatchet. You know, uh, there was that Shutter movie uh, with a uh, Bria Grant, um, where the killer kept coming back at the end of every day. Um, uh, I think it's called Lucky. Or something like that. And there's there's a million of these movies. There's a movie called Thirteenth uh, Fanboy, which is about a, a Friday the Thirteenth fan who is killing off the surviving uh, actors and actresses from the Friday the Thirteenth. Oh my god, you've got to be kidding me! <laughs> and it's actually really good. Uh, D. Wallace is in it um, as as the lead, as one of the leads, and she she D. Wallace's it up. Um, and like, okay, yeah, like people are doing fun stuff with it. People who don't even have the rights to Friday the 13th, like you said, some of the best official or stuff with someone in the hockey mask that stuff has been fan films. 
God, um, I can't even like yeah. Don't Hike Alone is so fucking good and Don't Hike Alone has exactly three actors in it. It has a guy playing Jason, a guy playing a hiker, and then the actor who plays right. Tommy Turner shows up at the end. And it is compelling from start to fucking finish. And I can't believe how good it was. And just I think that this is just how it is, you know. I mean, a million movies about exorcisms have happened after the exorcist. There's no reason to do more exorcists as far as I'm concerned. Man, but because, remember we were doing like two yeah. a year? Uh, oh yeah. Hey, remember yeah. when we were doing remember when we we're doing an exorcism movie that you didn't actually have an ending? You had to go to a web page that isn't available I, anymore. Uh, wait, hold on. What? Eric, I was I was searching for horror oh movies. Oh my god. Holy shit, Hunter. Okay, so this movie called oh, what the fuck is it called? Like uh, It's a, the la- it's not the last exorcism, is it? Is it no, uh, no. Um, um I can't remember. It's that same um, era though. It's that same the time. Fucking Anthony Hopkins movie. No, that's No, the that's right. the right. It's the same period of time, though, Hunter. You're you're yeah. right on in terms of the time that this happened. It's called the, um, de- the Devil Inside. Okay, yes, the Devil Inside has no ending. It has a jump scare and like a POV car crash, and then it ends with a link. Yeah, what? what? It Why? ends with a link, and you can't even if you tried to follow that link now, it goes to nothing. It goes. It, it absolutely okay. goes nowhere. This is as I pulled up the fucking Wikipedia page. Just like look at like who's involved in this. The the it doesn't even tell you what's on the fucking web page. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't. To this day, I don't know what the what was on the web page because like it's been gone for years. Well, no, it, it was is, like a Blair Witch style site. It was like a yeah. It was it was something like that yeah, where it, it was didn't like have an actual ending. It just yeah. had more. I think it just had more of the fucking movie, like more of that universe. It was like the Tagrado shit Overfield DVD. Because anybody. Anybody that tried to recreate the Blair Witch after the Blair Witch fucked themselves over horribly with like bad, weird tie in shit and like trying to like sell people that it was real. It's like, no, you can't you can't do that again. Cloverfield got to do it again because that was a big studio putting big studio money into it. And it was a different idea, too. Yes. Yeah, you could you could build this energy behind it, um, but by the time you have a trailer that has the Statue of Liberty, <laughs> Statue of Liberty's head uh, falling somewhere in New York, it's like okay, well, some of that momentum is gone. But now people are so excited to see the movie that they're gonna see it and broke records for I think it's January release. But well, you can't that... do that again after that. Even another Blair Witch movie couldn't do that again. Um, Cloverfield well, also. You know had... what's funny? You mentioned Blair Witch. Did you did you know about the Blair Witch Two like secret mm. of what the fuck was it called? I don't know if we covered the Book movie. Of Shadows. Movie. The secret of mm. S. Rever was a Book of Shadows viral thing that was attached to VHS. Oh. Well, yeah, it's it's. Uh, I mean, it's not the same, but like back to Cloverfield real quick. Um, Cloverfield also had the benefit of uh, amazing ARG. Like mm-hmm. for the first time with like a movie that it was you had to do all of this research to get little things here and there. Like, the, yeah, uh, what was it? Slurm, uh, not slurm. That's from Futurama. <laughs> but like whatever. No, whatever. Yeah, it's, 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 it was like Tagrado uh, or whatever the fuck it was. It's, yeah. Well, but, yeah. There's the drink that's in all of JJ's movies. Uh, mm-hmm. Sluggo. Is it yes. Sluggo? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I mean, that was connected and you could use that to find various things. If you went to like the source code for the web page, it would lead you to other places. So it was a lot of fun getting to the movie even. And I mean, I liked Cloverfield, but I 
parts mm-hmm. of it i'm like eh, okay yeah this wasn't as rewarding as i wanted it to be but regardless yeah. like a lot of the fun of that movie was like not knowing what was happening but getting these tantalizing little hints and i don't even know if blair witch a remake that was done well could do anything like that i feel like that was a once in a lifetime thing with that like that mm-hmm. was before everyone was sick of jj abram shit as well yeah <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like it. The time and place is very important. Yeah. So, like, of course, it wasn't going to work as well when somebody yeah. put a link at the end of their web page or um, the end of their movie. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah, and but uh, Hunter, goddamn it, Connor, back to what you were saying about. Uh, well, Blair Witch Two. So basically, the movie would end, and it gave you this this uh, message saying to watch mm-hmm. the movie again. Um, mm-hmm. Basically, rewatch scenes in reverse to find hidden words and slightly altered shots, which then lead them to a bonus scene at the now defunct film's website. But like the movie, if you watched it, like knowing where to look, like there was stuff like there was um, there was hidden letters in the background. There were Blair Witch symbols in the background. At one point, someone's mm-hmm. walking along a two way mirror and his reflection morphs into like a ghoul. Um, like a bunch of shit like that. Uh, it doesn't make the movie any better because the movie's fucking trash. Yes, it is. Um, but it was an interesting like thing they kind of attached to it, and it was like kind of you know it was a viral marketing I think like uh, you know the VHS era. Well, um, like when when I finally got to see that movie and see all that stupid bullshit, um, I felt a lot like it was that thing like all right, let's see if you pay attention well enough. Like, you know, like, oh, at what point did the gorilla walk in? You're like, wait, I was watching the people juggle. Like, that's what that felt like. Have you never seen anything like that, Hunter? What do you mean? There's, there's, there'll be like a video saying like, this is a test to see how well you pay attention. Oh, and, yeah. And they'll be asking you all this shit and like, they'll be like, did you mm-hmm. see the gorilla? And you're like, what? And you go back and watch it and there's like somebody in a gorilla suit who yeah. comes in, but because you're paying attention to all this other shit. That's right. what, yeah. that's what Blair Witch 2's like secret quote unquote felt like when I, when yeah. I finally got to see it. And this is why goblins are real. There was the devil inside. There was the last rite. There was the exorcism of Emily Rose. And there was the last. Yeah. Episode, like all within like a four. Like I think like a three year span. Exactly. Yeah. And, and, and they're still making them. There's still there's that yeah. movie that is there. That is just. Um, uh, there's that movie that is. Just the uh, the movie with um, fucking Brian Cox uh, and what's his face. There's that movie that's just that, but they throw in a, an exorcism and they added a CG woman like crawling across the ceiling, and it's like, right? Yeah, it's just like okay, you're just I, like stealing other indie movies now and like putting exorcisms in them and selling them. It's like <laughs> for some reason, for some reason, the right is the one that like sticks in my mind because I think I was exposed to the most advertising for that movie. There was so much advertising because they had Hopkins and they were yeah. like, we're going to fucking sell this movie to you. You're going to see this movie because of Anthony Which is Hopkins. Funny the last exorcism, I think, is the one I enjoyed the most because that one had like some interesting shit going on because like it did the mm-hmm. thing where, like, oh, this is, the, you know, this is real. No, it's a con. No, it's real. No, it's a con. No, it's real. And um, mm-hmm. it also has a character who actually the main character is a con man who goes through a crisis of faith and comes out of it with like an arc. Like he, right. he is a former reverend who's now doing con jobs and, and stealing people's money doing fake exorcisms and then has to can comes down, you know, comes face to face with actual biblical evil and finds his faith again. So it's kind of good. I liked it. Which was the uh, which was the excellent movie that had the girl that could bend her spine backwards? What? I think that's the, the same movie. 
Yeah, I think it's the same movie. Thing. Yeah. Oh, it is. I thought that was the Exorcism of Emily Rose. The two of them did very similar things. Okay. Because yeah. I remember there was a second Exorcism of Emily Rose, and <laughs> I had th- <laughs> not heard about this. Maybe <laughs> maybe it wasn't the second. Maybe it was. Maybe no, it but was there was a last. There was a last Exorcism two, which okay. is the hilarious thing about the last Exorcism. Okay, yeah, is- yeah, because that's the one that had that woman like bending her body into the shape of a two, if I remember correctly. <laughs> yes. is I swear to God, the greatest poster I've ever fucking seen. Yeah, because it, it shows up on Amazon sometime. And I'm like, my God, they actually did it. It it wasn't the 80s. Nobody was on coke. Nobody was yep, I found the exact poster. Yeah, I found it. And they still made it. They were still like the last exorcism two, completely defeating the point of calling your movie the last exorcism, which is just oh my. Yeah, God. I just I just put it in the chat. What the fuck? Yeah. It's just, my God. And I do want to just point something out real quick about um, The Devil Inside. Um, I was, you know, looking for horror movies to watch because I I guess I've watched too many of them now. And I almost was, I was interested in this movie called The Separation. I've seen it a couple places. Um, It showed up on like a highest rated list on Letterboxd or something. And I was like, okay, oh, maybe I'll a, give it a That's a sound quality. I trust everything on Letterboxd. No, but if I see something that's like uh, got like a 4.0 on Letterboxd, that's very hard to find, actually, especially in the horror section. Everything in the horror section is under like 3.0. <laughs> so I was like, right all right. Now, I'm, I'm very disappointed there wasn't a, an exorcism of Emily Rose 2, just because that that premise I, alone sounds insane. I don't know. How she, do you do that? You died. Yeah, is I that one know. just like, is that one about um, the priest after he doesn't go to prison? Yeah, um, it's a it's, drama. Oh, yeah. Oh, you mean the second one? It's just, it's just, him, it's fart, just, just him farting around after the court. It's like this is based based on a true story, and the story ended there. So I don't know. Can you imagine like it just opens up. He's yeah. in court again. They're just like, I can't believe you did it again. Well, so Arlen, you're talking about the separation because I just yes. looked it up and it got like a four point seven out of ten. It did. <laughs> and then, yeah. that's not the thing that scared me away. When I realized it was the same director as The Devil Inside, I was like, Fuck Oh, this. okay, oh, this no. Okay. This is not happening. I'm not watching Fool this. Fool me once. <laughs> and then I and then I looked at his whole his whole uh oeuvre. He also directed Stay Alive and both of the boy oh, films. Oh no. Uh, and sadly he's gonna direct the sequel to Orphan, which I'm not gonna watch now, right. now that I know that that's him. Um wait, no why are you making a sequel to the or- Orphan? What? Because yeah. they Make a sequel to Orphan Hunter. They can do it, so they're gonna. I, I don't know what, what to tell. What would end with Vera Farmiga fuck kicking a child in the face and <laughs> just watching her drown in an icy lake? She God, kicks I... that girl into space. She goes through the core of the planet that, and the into a black. That movie is one of the most satisfying final fucking shots of a horror climax I've ever seen. Of just a, a grown woman kicking this very small girl in the. I'm, I'm all for it. Oh I, it's so good. It's so uh, good. Um, actually, stay, here's the thing. I like Stay Alive. Um, 
I've seen the director's cut of that movie. I had the director's cut of that movie for a long time. I thoroughly enjoyed that weird piece of shit. Um, oh. I think it's really hmm. fun. Is that the one about the video game that is... Yeah, with Frankie Moon is. <sighs> Wait, it's called Stay Alive? <laughs> yeah, so basically yeah. it's about like... It, it, first of all, you said the people who made this have no idea how fucking video games work, okay? It's just... You, know, <laughs> you have to roll with it like right away because like... And they're dropping like... They're name dropping Silent Hill, but bringing up stuff from Silent Hill Two in reference to Silent Hill Four, and it's fucking right. crazy. That's like, my memory of the movie is like it's it's understanding of video games is games from like the early nineties. It's like, like it's like people. It's how people thought video games would be in nineteen eighty five if they were thinking about twenty twenty, where things would be like yeah. Tron VR level shit. Um, mm. uh, but like it's about that someone has trapped the spirit of Elizabeth Bathory. The fucking what? the Countess of Blood okay, in a video what? game. Hold on, I love this. Playing this game summons a digitized version of Elizabeth, Elizabeth Bathory who comes and kills you the same way you die in the game. And apparently, apparently, Miss Bathory's tower, which was in fucking whatever Europe, is now down the road. And <laughs> I have so many problems with this. I have so many problems with this. For one. There are so many cooler things you can do with Elizabeth Bathory. Um, yeah, like you can have somebody fucked to death with a horse. But here's the right. thing. In the game, if you get killed, per se, like one of the characters does, with a horse-drawn carriage, you're thinking, that's impossible. The guy from mm-hmm. Westworld will never get killed by a horse-drawn carriage. And he steps into the street, and a horse-drawn carriage comes from nowhere and runs his ass over. That is amazing. <laughs> I'm so angry at this. I'm so angry at this. I'm so angry that they're besmirching uh, Elizabeth Patrick of all things. She never see her. She's never a person. She is always a 2006-2007 CGI abomination who then looks like she is from a video game from this movie. How would she... How they? What's the point of putting her in the game? So so there's a whole okay. There's a story to stay alive. The PG-13 version, which is the one they dropped in theaters, is entirely (laughs) hang on, hang on, is entirely devoid of context. So they just give you the video game. There's no history. They blast through the movie, and that's it. And the director's cut has like the game director being maybe into the fucking occult and like local spooky history and shit and like historians and like this whole other subplot explaining how this came to be. And they just dropped all of that. That is hilariously stupid. I repeat, is there? (laughs) (laughs) I'm still angry because it's like, just make it like Aleister Crowley. I mean, at least that would be fun. That would be funny to me. He was in Nightmare Creatures. Aleister Crowley just hunched over a keyboard somewhere trying to code this game. Yeah. Damnable, uh, you boy, take acid so you can fuck me. Yes. Well, farts, well, I love when jelly farts. Yeah, it's just him coding while eating uh, balls of shit. Um, um, yeah, uh, yeah stay, stay, as, stay, as stupid as Stay Alive sounds, like it is kind of fun in a really, really odd way, especially when they're gathered together playing video games. You're like, not like. They're I mean, holding like PlayStation controllers and they're doing things that are just impossible right. even by today's standards. But like, I love the fact that like 
we have to feed Elizabeth Oh, she lives right over there. And like, there's just I'm a just... fucking big stone tower, like just in the middle of suburbia. I can't get over oh, how angry I am that it's Elizabeth Bathory. This is What's... just going to be this That's is the rock right. she got arrested at the 7-eleven because she didn't have enough money for newports like that's <laughs> wouldn't I, it be smarter to win like beat the game by not playing the game yeah right would you just stop yeah. playing well you, uh-huh. you yeah. win in real life by never watching this movie um <laughs> speaking of speaking of things that i thought were going to be fun and also connect into the like modern attempts to do possession films um was it bloody mary was the one that with jeffrey dean was it jeffrey dean stanton in it um it's the woman that is supposed to be able to do miracles and you find out it's not actually the virgin oh, mary giving fuck. her those uh, like oh that was um, i know what you're talking about i remember I this teaser and it looked really good and then yeah what, it was terrible oh no oh, you what thought it was terrible what is this called? i didn't I don't remember what the name of it is. It's not a good movie. Um, so it's, it's like it's, the it's like the what is it the possession where uh, uh, Jeffrey D. Morgan, same actor, his daughter gets a dipic box. No, that's the box. Yeah, it's, they're very different plot wise, but it is Jeffrey Dean Morgan giving yeah. a very sleepwalky performance. It's um yeah, it's a woman who she thinks that she's talking to the Virgin Mary, but it's actually a demon that was trapped in a tree. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it the unholy. Demon. It was a. It, yes. Yeah. It was. It. It was. No, a, it was a ghost. It, yeah, it was a. Ghost. Yeah, it was like a witch or a girl. It was a. Like, yeah, it was a witch ghost. Yes. Yeah, yes. something like that. But yeah, Man, it, you know, you know what else suckered me with a good trailer? The Unborn. Oh well, it, that's yeah. Is that the one that the poster was just an excuse to show that girl's ass? Yes, that sounds right. Okay. Yeah. 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 And it had the weird ghost yeah. boy who like cops a feel. But also, like, the trailer has, like, these, like, wild-ass practical effect shots of, like, some old yeah. dude's head, like, spinning around upside down, like, some cool jump scares. And, mm-hmm. like, that movie fucking blows. Shocks. If you was ask it? David Boyer about it. I was going to say um, David Boyer was involved with it, so shocks. No, he's the director. That's oh, his God. follow-up to Blade Trinity. Oh, God. Oh, God. That's no. I forgot about that. That was... That was and, I, and Idris Elba is slumming it in that movie. Oh, God. I do want to circle back real quick, uh, real quick to Station Eleven. Eric, I've mentioned many times and on the show that this, that it reminded me of Maniac. Patrick mm-hmm. Somerville, the showrunner of Station Eleven, the creator of Maniac. Okay. Um, <laughs> okay. That makes a lot of sense then. <laughs> Suddenly, oh, it all. Fits. I didn't know Scott Derrickson directed The Exorcism of Emily Rose. Yeah. Yeah, that's that was his. Yeah, that yeah. I did that, not know that, that was. I actually like that movie, even yeah. though it's it's a. Uh, I mean, horrific exploitation of like like a real yeah. abuse case. No, I prefer the second I, one. I, I watched. Goddamn. <laughs> <laughs> so I watched it after years of Blumhouse being Blumhouse and making an entire catalog of Blumhouse movies. So it wasn't that affecting to me but because it's it's everywhere like this is just it's the blumhouse style that they established you know it's like um you know watching slasher or going back and watching um you know the original friday the 13th um it's just not going to have the same impact after you know i don't know why this might be blumhouse but i'm not sure if it is like the first sinister was blumhouse too uh, right yeah 
Yeah. yeah. That so was, yeah, that I, was I remember, I still can recall the exact like details of the disappointment that I was feeling mm-hmm. during the sequels fucking uh the first time I watched the sequel. Holy shit. Like the first one has this cool suspense they build the entire time. Ethan Hawk is really good. That f- the fucking soundtrack is awesome. And like the way it's filmed is creative and like Scott Derrickson, like he's fucking he's, he's honestly like that's my favorite movie he's ever done. Um the second movie is devoid of absolutely everything that makes the first one fun and it has a fun cast too it has what's his no, face tell me um, it's not true um it's got what's his <laughs> face um i saw him in the first uh sinister and he popped up in it chapter two um he's eddie i think yeah yeah i know who you're talking about james yeah. ransom yeah it's yeah. great and then um uh what's her face shannon sussman from the uh the the fucking night's tale yeah it yeah too. she's She's been in a bunch of stuff since then, but yeah, yeah that's the best fucking point of wonderful. And that movie is just a fucking turd. Um, it's, it's really more, yeah. It's more of the same like snuff film things in the first movie, but like there's way more of them. They're way more over the tops so or less believable, and like shitty kids, and that's it. Mm-hmm. And we've lost wow. Hunter. The oxygen stopped going. Yeah, to we lost. Yeah, we we lost the tall one. Um, yeah, real quick on Sinister Two, that it really disappointed me. I actually liked his Netflix movie Eli, um, uh, and the uh, the movie that I think is still on Shutter Citadel. They're both very good. Um, and yeah, like Sinister Two being bad is just like, yeah, I, I guess I shouldn't watch it then because it's another uh, it's another uh, Conjuring Two there from the looks of it or not conjuring to the nun um mm-hmm. i was gonna say conjuring two fucking rules what are you doing yeah, um, no, yeah. I, I was confused because of the nun um <laughs> again the conjuring uh, them, the, them using irish directors and like just removing anything interesting about them is just uh, it's a thing it's a thing that they're doing where it's um like, no we we'll, direct yeah. some movie with aaron eckhart he might have. Oh, I, I need to be more specific. Oh, um, hang on. All, all I know is this movie, dude, Eli. Which he's um, Aaron Eckhart. Like, what happened to his career? I don't fucking know, man. I Frankenstein happened. Are you kidding me? That, that, I mean, that, he's that, another wait, one. That where, was, wait, that, that wasn't Aaron Eckhart. I thought that was... Uh, that was Aaron Eckhart. Yeah. That was? That was I, thought that was, I thought that was what's his fucking face who played the punch. He, he he he's got that whole um um amazing Amy fucking Gone Girl fucking Rosamund Pike. He's got the same thing that she does. Where after Dark Knight, I just expected him to be in fucking everything, like just everything. He he had good roles yeah. before that, but I expected him to be like the leading man in a million movies, and it's like yeah. No, nothing, uh, nothing after that, essentially. And the same for her, where it's like, I'm sorry, they it wasn't Aaron Eckhart. Was on the Eric, it was Eric Bana. I'm not sure how I got those two. Oh, yeah, Eric Eckhart was in Eckhart, Frankenstein, but I think, oh, Aaron oh. Eckhart, I think Aaron Eckhart was in a similar movie. It was called Deliver Us from Evil. Oh, yeah, no, that, yeah, that's the one that's, um, again, based on a true story about the cop who was, yeah, teamed I, up next I actually enjoyed that. I oh, didn't okay. mind that. Yeah, I thought hmm. it was half decent. I'm gonna give that one a shot. Yeah, yeah, you should. Like, that's the thing, though. I don't know where it's streaming. Like, oh, okay. Well, there's so a lot of stuff. Aaron Eckhart was in a movie called Incarnate. 
which I've is, seen that movie, and that yeah. movie's actually very good. Um, it's it's really really good. It's like it's Inception, but there's a demon. Uh, I mean, do you need more? Do you need more oh. details? <laughs> um, yeah. No, never mind. I'm thinking. What was the uh, what was the movie that like took place in in like a computer simulation that they were using to try and help a woman's mother who was in a coma. Is it called Demon or Devil? It's got a really boring title. But it's, um, but it's from a director I like. That's the thing. I can't remember the no, name. No, it's, um, it's from a bomb camp. I actually watched that movie. It's fine. Okay. Um, oh, just That's watch, watch Incarnate, actually. Incarnate is kind of like the good version of it. Incarnate a movie I didn't talk a lot about when I watched it, but it's really good. Like Aaron Eckhart gives a really great performance. They established like a real interesting world lore. I thinking of it again, it ends in like a real bullshit way where they were very confident that they would get a sequel. Um, (laughs) Very confident. Uh, And uh, that's not happened. But um, no, it, I remember being very surprised that it was so good. And it has um, the, the kid who uh, I think it, he was Bruce Wayne at the time or he went on to be Bruce Wayne in uh, the Gotham. Um, oh, no. uh, oh, my God. Guess who else is in I, Frankenstein? Everybody is in that movie. Frankenstein. No, I, it's just like <laughs> I couldn't Frankenstein. believe this. Well, I couldn't believe these two names that were in this movie. One is Bill Nye. From yeah. Pirates of the Caribbean yes. and Underworld. The yeah. other one is Jai Courtney. Yeah. Yeah. But, well, this was the point <laughs> time where Bill Nighy was in everything. Yeah. Um, literally everything. No, this is because this is the same people from Underworld. Like, that's why Kevin Grievix or Grivo is, is in this. He's um, in this too. He's not doing uh, the, the, um, the steel face, um, that, that, that beautiful, beautiful man. Um, uh, but, uh, someday, someday, um, and Mar- Miranda Otto is also in it and, uh, Yvonne Stravowski, um, never seen I Frankenstein. I don't need to, cause I know how the movie ends. <laughs> I know it ends with him saying, I Frankenstein, um, because the whole, like, I, I, like the drama, the drama of the movie is actually the thing that me and Eric get into scrabbles about all the time which is them calling him frankenstein and him saying i'm not frankenstein um well good i'm uh, glad they got that right at least but at the end of the movie he accepts that he is frankenstein's son and that he Uh, is um uh yeah yeah so Um, that's doubly bad then all right cool i'm never watching this movie it earned eight point six million dollars this opening weekend. I think it cost like eighty million. Uh huh. Yep. <laughs> yep. It was an underworld crossover. <laughs> uh, with with all the talk about Aaron Eckhart, I feel like his career trajectory has actually been worse than Thomas Jane's. Because Thomas Jane, like you see him in something, and generally he's pretty fucking good, and what he's in is like. All right, you know this was actually a passion project or whatever. Aaron Eckhart, it's just like I'll be in it. I don't care. Thomas Jane also pops up every now and then in something that's like relatively cool that keeps his mm-hmm. brand okay. Aaron Eckhart has not done a fucking thing since The Dark Knight that yep. I can even recall, except maybe Battle Los Angeles. Like, yeah, but even that was like, 
yeah, that was high profile, but it still did terribly. Yeah, this movie I don't even hate. I actually like that movie. I think the fucking aliens uh, are really fucking cool. They're like <laughs> these weird mishmash of just like meat and robotics. Um, mm. And it's kind of a fun gauntlet movie. I think I think it's fun. The, I will it's say the, stuff, the yeah. marketing campaign for that movie was fucking top notch. Um, it was just this like it all it was was footage of the initial attack set to this song that's like uh like the lyrics were the stars don't shine on me and it just was like this slow droning like you know uh like a uh um acapella there was no music and so it's just shots of people getting run over by fucking aliens it was really fucking good and they included like the uh the the newspaper clippings of like you know the real battle los angeles and like that news footage and stuff like that um and you saw the movie, you're like, oh, this is like Transformers Light. It's still fun. Like, <laughs> but it's nowhere near as like the pathos that you were presenting. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I rented that movie from my library years and years and years ago. So I haven't seen it since probably but like, like Tom Jane will be like, you know, show up in Predator, the Predator, which yeah. uh, mm-hmm. by all counts is terrible. But like, you're like, Tom Jane was in a Predator movie. So well, that and I mean, Tom, yeah, Tom Jane is actually a, a really good actor, I think. And when he's given the right script, he's great. But Aaron Eckhart, there's no helping him at this point. No, <laughs> like he's he get, yeah, he just doesn't get good offers. And when he does get, when he does get offered a good movie, the movie gets buried. It seems to me. Um, and yeah, I think that this is just kind of the nature of making movies now. Where if you're a working actor. You have to be in a movie that nobody has seen that you find yeah. in a red box. Have you seen? Have, um, you seen, have you seen? I think it's Suspect Zero. No clue what you're talking no. about. It is, <laughs> hang on. It's an Aaron Eckhart movie that, if I'm thinking of it, like you should both watch it. it I think it's Aaron Eckhart, mm-hmm. Ben Kingsley. Um, there's been a lot of those. There's like because there's a there's a movie with Henry so, Cavill so and the girl from True Detective and Ben Kingsley. Aaron, Aaron Eckhart is on the trail of a serial killer who may have been part of the MK ultra project and can actually remote view. And he's hunting other serial killers. And that's oh, so they base it on real life. They, they base yeah. this in fact, is what you're saying. They, yeah. they base in yes, real events. Things that actually um, happen. Um, oh, Carrie uh, Moss is in that Yeah, Carrie Moss too. Yeah. It's, it's, I like it a lot. Um, I think I had this on DVD for a long time when those were a thing. Um, yeah, like Aaron Eckhart is hunting for a serial killer who's hunting other serial killers using remote viewing and MK Ultra techniques. Oh, this is this is I've seen this I've seen that this movie exists many times. I've scrolled yeah. past it on Amazon many, and it's and the thing is like he's killing other serial killers, right? Yes. And yeah, yeah, and he's yes. and he's he's basically surprising them with reveals about their personal life that he's obtained remote viewing, basically. Hmm. Right. Yeah, I thought it was super mm-hmm. interesting. I saw it. That was a movie I held on to for a while. Yeah, yeah that, like, that's he's done, like yeah. he's done great movies, but yeah, after Dark Knight, yeah. and, and again, that's it's the kind of movie where you expect like better things or bigger things at least after the fact. And it's like, and he's tried, he has tried. I, and I guess from his point of view, he would say, Well, fuck all of you. <laughs> I'm proud of, you know, he's like, I was in my favorite, my favorite punching bag is still Sam Worthington because Sam Worthington is in the biggest movie ever and mm-hmm. is essentially a nobody like it's no well, one knows what Sam Worthington is. And with international actors, it's even harder to say these things because it's like 
how many movies have they done in their native country or in other countries that we've never even heard of that they're extremely proud of? You know, I think about that all the time with Australia. <laughs> where it's like in australia they have their own film industry and they have hundreds you know thousands of their own films that we never get to see and an entire cadre of actors who have entire careers down there that again we've never even seen and which is funny because the reason we know who the reason we know worthington is because oh my god look at this fucking hair Um, yes. The reason, the reason exactly. we know who Sam Worthington is is because of an Australian movie called Rogue that James Cameron yep. saw. Exactly, it's stuff like that. You know, it's like fucking um, not the Snowtown murders. Um, um, fuck. What it's, like rubber stopper a, for uh for what's his fucking yeah. face? Uh, they made a TV show. About it. Um, dangerous animals, not dangerous animals. Um. I can't remember what it's fucking. Wait, called. it's is it that Australian film that was about uh all the like entire family of criminals? Yeah, Animal Kingdom. Animal yes. Kingdom. Yeah. Yes. If you go back and watch that movie now. It's everybody that is like a gigantic star from Australia right now. It's fucking um, Benny Benny Mendelsohn. It's fucking. Uh, it's a uh, yeah. It's just it's it's everybody. It's Sam Worthington, I believe, is in that movie as well. Of course he is. Um, and it's and it's crazy. It's like, oh, so just one of these movies comes out. It makes it over here. Every major director sees it and they're like, well, I'm going to hire that guy in my next movie. I'm going to put that guy. In well, that I mean, movie. I mean, Animal yeah. Kingdom was up for an Oscar, if I remember yep. correctly. So, yeah, I mean, I, yep. that has a lot to do with why that cast got. Which is why the Oscars are kind of important. Um, <laughs> kind of, yeah. Eh, whatever. Um uh, you can it. you can say whatever all you want, but like <laughs> I be updated. Okay, that's all my only thing. I think they're in their current form, they are very obsolete. Um, I don't disagree with you, actually. Um, um, yeah, yeah but, very uh, masturbatory. Ben Mendelsohn has been one of my favorite fucking discoveries of the last decade. That guy fucking rules, and everything I've seen him too. He's great. I found it. I watched him in Place Beyond the Pines. With Ryan Gosling <laughs> and Bradley Cooper, and what a, fucking, what a fucking bummer of a movie! <laughs> it's a bummer movie, but I love it so much. I love it so very Richard, much. Eric, have uh, you seen that? Uh, no, I haven't. I mean, I know like it Holy definitely. I know it pulled a bait and switch with the trailer. Like, it's not, like yeah. it's not this... really a bait and switch because you do spend a lot of time with certain characters you think may only be on screen for a limited amount of time. However. Yeah, but you... You definitely think it's going to be like a heat or something like a very like low budget heat. The pacing Uh, of the movie and the actual structure of it are fucking vicious. And mm -hmm. like, it's a mean spirited movie about the sins of the father. And man, it just like, when you think you're done hurting the movies, like, nah, one more generation of fucking bullshit. Like, (laughs) well, it's, it's the, it's the same director as drive, isn't it? No, it's, um, He's done a bunch of movies that are like sad. Like he did Blue Valentine. Oh, um, okay. okay. Yeah. Oh my God, wait, I haven't seen that movie, but I know what it's about. And like, I haven't had the courage to watch it yet because I've heard it's like, yeah, yeah like, I just like revenge yeah. movies. Well, guess what? You're gonna fucking feel bad about it. Well, it's it's not even. I haven't seen it either, but it's more like a just like a it's a bad relationship movie that pulls no punches. 
It's yeah. just like this is a relationship that is going to go sour and it's going to go sour in the worst possible way, but in the most relatable way that you could possibly imagine. So it's going to pull on things that you have absolutely experienced in your own relationships that have gone bad. Um, and I guess it just, it doesn't let you off with a happy ending or any kind of like, Oh, okay. Well, things got better afterwards. It's like, no, no, it stayed bad. These two hurt and felt hurt afterwards the way that, you kind of have to in real life. That's that's what I know from people I know who've seen the movie and they've told me about it, where it's just like, it's a real gut punch ending. Um, but they're um, seeing friends like that a lot. Um, well, on, uh, on I, the... I, I wasn't expecting to get that from was the gray with Liam Neeson. That movie <laughs> fucking ripped out my spine and just made me cry. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I do I know. Mm. I was gonna say the uh, Ben Mendelsohn thing. I, I discovered him through uh, that Netflix series. What is it? Bloodline. Oh I think yeah. It is like the first season of that was phenomenal, and he is so good in it as a terrible asshole. So like, I encourage everybody to go check that out if you like Ben Mendelsohn because well, he's the first, place, the first place I saw him was Dark Knight Rises, and I saw mm. uh, Place Beyond the Pines after that, and I was like, that guy's fucking good. Yeah, I, I barely remember him in Dark Knight Rises. Like he wasn't your even plan on. Plan didn't work, my friend. The stock exchange <laughs> is. <laughs> yeah, but that's no, it's, it's hilarious watching him after the fact, after after the Rogue Ones and all that. That's mm-hmm. like, well, wow. <laughs> yeah, that's the same guy. Um, uh, yeah. Uh, I can't. I think mine, my first place meeting or seeing him in something might be might be the same place might be dark Knight rises. And I think I gave bloodlines a shot. It's just, it was one of those times where I only gave something an episode and I didn't, Oh, but I was watching a bunch of stuff in a row. I was like, let's watch the pilot of this, this, and this. And you know, I think I I watched, I can't can't do that. I watched the pilot for the expanse and that right next to each other. And the expanse is one of my favorite shows of all time. So I should probably circle around to bloodline. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah, I mean, I, I know there's start the expanse because I haven't yet, and I keep hearing how fucking good it is. It's really good. Um, I, yeah. I just, I don't know, and unless it's very specific sci-fi at this point, I just, I can't get into it. I don't know mm-hmm. what it is. Like, I lost my my sense of wonder for stuff like that. Like, yeah, I, yeah, no, I just, I can't do it anymore. I lost my, I've lost the appeal that like space faring shows would bring me i don't know what it is like i like right i don't have any lust for star trek like i don't have any like you know star wars is you know i know it's fantasy but like right that is like bleh i'll try to sell it one more time and then i'm never going to talk about it again i I can't promise that but that's a lie (laughs) (laughs) for me what i like about the show and continue to like about the show as it as it sort of approached its end is it offered the same thing that I liked about Game of Thrones during its best periods of time, but um, it uh, uh, never uh, lost that. Um, uh, it never uh, turned into a steaming pile of crap. Um, in that you have these characters who have their own individual stories that are you know, crossing and impacting each other, and you're seeing how their choices affect each other's choices. Um, and occasionally characters that you've really started to root for and love 
their plots intersect in explosive ways. And when it happens, it's the most exciting thing on earth Um, in exactly Mm. the same ways that it would be exciting in game of Thrones, where you would get this feeling of, Oh, Oh shit. These two characters, they're about to meet. And I've, wanted to know what it would be like to see them interact for so long, much in the same way that it was exciting for Marvel stuff for those first few episodes of defenders. Um, and it has that same feeling, especially for those first few seasons where you're having these interactions and you're excited to see how this character and this character who are, com- who are completely separate from each other at the beginning of the show how they bounce off of each other in interesting ways. And that's, that's the thing where I'm like, okay, this is a fantastic show because the way that they got there um, was so compelling and so interesting. Um, And then once they've established this weaving of these characters over multiple seasons, as they started to wind down and characters start to pass characters that you've grown attached to for years um i was so surprised by how affected i was by it again in the way that i wanted to be affected uh towards the end of game of thrones um but they really stuck the landing when a character would when that would happen um and yeah it's the show where i think that they ended the best way that they could i was a little bit like confused by it at first because it felt like there was other plot uh that uh should have been explored but my understanding is that they ended where they could based off of the source material so yeah that's that's the expanse i think people should go check please, it out but i understand please don't, please don't take this in a condescending way mm. it good for you like mm. it just it it doesn't I just I have no mm. interest in it. Like I'm I'm glad you like it, but yeah, I just eh, I just I have no time to. Sure. I know myself well enough to know that unless something is spectacular, I'm not going to be able to jump into a new sci-fi show at all, at all. I know mm. myself well enough now. Like I used to, I was devouring Doctor Who and then just mm-hmm. stopped. Just something turned off in my brain. What's funny like, is I've gotten the urge to watch Doctor Who again, but not new Doctor Who. I want to go back and watch old Doctor Who. Uh, just watch the Tom Baker ones. And even that's he's a, drunk 90% of the episodes. Yeah, yeah that, that, that's always fun. Um, yeah. I mean, Eric, I understand what you're saying. I think that The Expanse kind of gets there I, I think that first season or so is like kind of bumpy but i would put it up there with some of my favorite television of all time like this is not it's not junk food tv i would say mm-hmm. it's some of my it's some of my favorite tv that i've ever seen um, yeah, and, and don't I, get me wrong like i'm i'm coming from a place where i watched all of like farsky with my neighbor mm-hmm. when i was like in my early 20s because that show was amazing we were also high as kites the whole time we were watching right. it but, yeah, but yeah, still yeah. it was it was good and like I would devour almost anything sci-fi just because it's like, yes, more, more, more. But sure. I just, that's not my thing anymore. I don't know what it is. I just, mm-hmm. I'm not that into sci-fi unless it's like super no, heavy, yeah. like based in reality sci-fi. This is though. That's the thing. The expanse is actually very like reality based. Like it's like if people are in their ship and they, um, and they, um, fly their ship too fast they will get an aneurysm and die from it. Well, I'm, I guess a better way to put it would be like more head and Benson sci-fi. 
No, I, I see what you mean. Like more like yeah. grounded. Like, yeah, but still high concept. Uh, yeah. Yes, yes, yeah. I, I understand what you mean. I, yeah, I think the show actually again, I think the show kind of does that. It's just not in the same direction. It's going for a different tone. Um, but I, I understand it's not a show that is um, easy to get into. Certainly, like I said, I think that first season takes a while to get off the ground. It's feels very much like a very specific period of time for that network for the sci-fi network when they've produced that show. Oh Um, yeah. That's already putting me off. (laughs) But again, I think once it gets into its stride, it, I would put it up against some of my favorite TV that I've ever seen period. Like I I would, uh, yeah. Like I said, in in the least condescending way, that's cool. That doesn't mm -hmm. sound like anything for me. All right. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. I know myself well enough, motherfucker. Um, yeah. No, I, I get know. it. Anyway, Thomas yeah. James in that first season, he's great. So, yeah. Actually, it's <laughs> funny because this was the exact same conversation, I think, minus my, my dissenting opinion, um, that we had on one of our favorite things of the year a couple of years back, where like uh-huh. you ended the, ser- the episode out and you brought up The Expanse. And it was uh-huh. very much you explaining a lot of the same points that you have on it. Just like it's a little rough in the beginning, but it gets so good. And we're all just like, oh, uh, uh. Uh, I get to it when I get to it. <laughs> I don't know, man. I mean, some of us know the character of Miller and some of us don't know the character of Miller. Um, and uh, you are you are speaking another language right now, sir. No, he's he plays a detective from. Neptune. One of the moons. <laughs> he plays the detective from one of Saturn's moons series or something. I can't remember which it is exactly. And he has like a fucking deformed spine and he's got a fucking weird haircut, but he wears like 1930s hats because why not? Um, but yeah. He's, he's, he's from Neptune. <laughs> he has spina bifida and he wears 30s hats. All right. Got yeah. it. It's so good. You're not you're not selling it, my man. Sorry. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, you know, you don't have to tell me anything else. It's just have you watched Doom Patrol yet? (laughs) No, I watched a large portion of the first season and then I fell off of it because something else came up. It's very good. Um, I oh, I know it is. I know it is. Every very good man. Season two is just mm, chef. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm I'm angry that I didn't watch any of season two yet because that's when they introduce Flex Mentallo, and I fucking love Flex Mentallo. No, Mentello. he's in season one. He's the he tail is? Of the, yes, he's the okay. tail of season one. Then yeah. I definitely didn't get as far as I thought and I here's the thing. That, like, that show made me, like, and someone got me a book of um uh, obscure villains for Christmas. And, like, one of the villains, like, one of the characters shows up in that show early on is, like, in that book. But, yeah. like that show made me look up like flex mentallo and like um and uh uh fucking the street man of muscle mystery um, yeah danny the street yeah and the street like all these actual like dc characters that yeah. are part of this universe and i was fascinated because all this stuff is yeah, so they cool. were i the, fucking love danny the streets so that's all much. all of those guys that you're talking about i'm guessing yeah. you're talking about the guy that alan tudyk plays um those were all created by grant morrison God, like, so and, like, and that's what, like, the, Arlen, like you're missing out on like some of the coolest conceptual stuff like 
like Danny the street is a sentient teleporting gender neutral street who communicates via like store message windows and like pieces of paper but has a full-fledged personality and has a whole bunch of people who live on that street and they're all gender fluid happy ass people well yeah from what i have reading what season are they coming up to three they are they just finished three fours on the way okay four is the one where i think they're going to introduce the uh what is it it something dadaists where it's no three is dadaists Oh, it is okay. So season yeah. three introduced. Three has yeah. Missy from Doctor Who, Arlen. Um, oh. um, the the Dadaists or whatever they're called, because in the comics they have a specific name. But once again, a creation of Grant Morrison. Yeah, like, everything is so fucking heady and weird. And like, there's an episode where like they die and they go to the afterlife, and even that's fucking weird. Yeah. Um, there's um, there's like there's an episode where like did Monsieur Mala and the Brain show up yet? I think so. The um, the the gorilla that's wearing a beret that carries around the super intelligent brain that orders him around. Yes. Yeah. Yes, that's also yep. in there. Um there was um uh uh what the fuck? Um Spring Hill Jack, I think is in it. He's, mm-hmm. no, he's, not called, he's not called that, I think. He's gonna think he's called something else. But he shows up like um uh I love uh Flint. No, is it Flint? The fucking robot man. Um yeah, yeah. Flint. Um, all those characters they introduced me to, I love them to death. Um, but, um, yeah, Flexman Tallow is awesome. Um, he's introduced yes. through the Bureau of, of Normalcy. Um, and there's a bunch of other characters they introduced to that, too. So, like, in, like, one fell swoop, you get, like, all this weirdness that gets dropped on you. And, like, the guy who plays Flexman Tallow is the fucking best and has, like, has a really good episode where he actually gets to demonstrate some range, too. Because something fucking devastating happens. But yeah, that show is so fucking good. Season two has sex ghosts. Yep. Um, what? <laughs> so, excuse there's episode, me. There's an episode where, um, oh shit, the actress. I, why am I forgetting where his names? Um, uh, uh, shit. Hang on. The one who plays Crazy Jane. No, the the actress who gets turned who just turns into slime. Um, oh. Uh, yeah, hang on. Do 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 Why is this escaping me? I hate it so much. Um, Elastigirl. Um, whose actual name I forget. But like, she pulls Flex Mental aside, and Space Crew says, "Like, do you have a flex in there that'll actually hit my G spot? Because I'm I can't I can't find where this is." And so he does. She orgasms so hard that she attracts a, a like a sex demon who then comes to the house and unleashes sex ghosts. And they yeah. have to call sex ghostbusters to come deal with the problem while having a house party to celebrate the regeneration of Danny the Street. The show is incredible. <laughs> yeah, and there's there's the point where everyone is orgasming because of uh, Flex, and yes. Clint is like, "What? What's happening? What? What's yeah, going Clint, on?" Clint has no idea what's happening. He's a robot. So Niles Calder gives him mm. MDMA by just dropping it into his brain, and he's he's rolling on ecstasy the entire time. Yeah, yeah. show's crazy. Um, do we want to wrap up? Yeah, yeah, I was gonna say my uh, my eyeballs are filling um, with a. Yeah. what swimming there's they're they're swimming that's the word that's what an the odd way to, man my <laughs> eyeballs are filling up my oh you better get to bed yeah they're getting full, they're um, full of, no they're, they're, full they're swimming as in you're full of um I, uh, uh, yeah 
now. <laughs> <laughs> Good okay. attempt at a safe. Right. Good That's I, what I, I meant to say, you I son of a bitch. Attempt. No, I you... know what you're trying to say, but I just like the idea of saying, you... like, my eyes are filling up. Oh, you better get some You, <laughs> you, okay, yeah. Have no, some we more need wine. My eyes are dry. No. <laughs> you you can't tell me what to do. Um, <laughs> he says as he drinks more wine. Yeah, on, I put it down because I knew you were going to say that. I'm in your head. I have nothing to plug, and that's kind of liberating, to be honest. <sighs> there you go. Yeah, we have we haven't really just we haven't brought that up yet, but yeah, that's no. Yeah. yeah, no, that's mm. not a thing anymore. Um, uh, this mm. is where you'll find me exclusively, and anything else that comes from that comes from this or me directly. So there you mm-hmm. go. Where I'm gonna be. And on that note, if you're uh, going back and listening to older episodes, don't. Um, <laughs> no, you should. Don't do that. But, but don't start at the beginning. Start most recently and work your way back. That's the best. Yes. Yeah. Or go to the playlist that I've shared many times that is just the After Darks. Um, just do that. Well, I'd say <clears throat> you could probably start around like, well, even before the Justice League, like maybe the Defenders or like you guys covering mm-hmm. like the Netflix Marvel shows. That I might think, be yeah. a good place to start. Um, I mean, if you want to watch the TV reviews, yeah. But even then, if you're doing mm. the TV reviews, just watch what sounds interesting to you, yeah. or li- not watch, but listen to the listen to what sounds interesting. If it doesn't yeah. sound interesting, don't don't do it. Just don't. you it's- you had to be watching the shows at the time to have some of the stuff we're talking about make sense. Yes. Mm-hmm. Don't worry, we have like 200 After Darks, so don't worry about yeah. that. Yeah, that's yeah. that's why I say just go to the After Darks, because the After Darks are fun and free, and even the early ones, they at least, like, they don't sound bad, like they were <laughs> recorded in a trash can. Um, uh, you know? I mean, some of, them, some of them probably don't sound great. I haven't gone back and listened to any of the earliest ones, but, like, you know people are on that show that aren't on the show anymore and they're in their they're at their best i would say the people that are no longer here and uh yeah it's just it's the best way i think to listen to the show um because it's it's also most indicative of what we've kind of become so yeah that's 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 what i say yeah, people if you're, if you're gonna listen yeah yeah I will and also every... yeah mm-hmm. Our rapport that we've developed also like it's yeah. it's there even mm-hmm. when eric isn't there yet it's yeah. it's there more in those after darks than in anything else we did. And movie um, specials, movie specials, yeah. of course. I stand yeah. by every movie special we've ever done. Period. Um, well, not every movie special, <laughs> but it, you want to talk about that Wonder Woman movie special? Uh, <laughs> I stand by that one especially because I edited it. Um, okay. But uh, there are other ones that I would not stand by. Um, so yeah. Yeah. yeah, I will warn anybody going back and listening to older stuff that I think it's our first 3 a.m. files that uh, someone mm-hmm. was either eating something or crinkling some sort of paper the whole time they were recording. Mm-hmm. So you can hear it in the background. Mm-hmm. So that's yeah, that's mm-hmm. why I've, for myself, I've kind of started a hard and fast rule of if I'm going to eat or drink anything, I mute myself. Yeah, I've done the same thing because I yeah. got too annoyed um, by the times where I was like, oh, that was me that was doing mm-hmm. that. So, yeah. yeah, I try to I try to stick. There's also the thing of 
earlier recordings, the recording setup was different, and it was much harder for me to mute myself. Discord has made it a lot easier for us to mute our own tracks. So yep. beware yep. of that. Yeah. Um, and also you'll get to the introduction of Dog Reporter Otis. Um, yeah. yeah. Anyways, Arlen, did you have anything honestly, you wanted to honestly, plug? Honestly, it's uh, the episode that I'm, I, when people discover the episode, the one I can't wait for them to get to is the one where there was fireworks going off by your Oh, head. yeah. And it yeah. sounds like you're being, you're being assaulted. Yes. It sounds like I'm in 1980s Beirut. <laughs> it really, yeah. it's, it's so, it's, it's a fucking alert. That one, that one so and the one where my roommates, um, one one of my roommates' dad was there, and it sounded like we had an audience that was reacting yes. to our bits. Yes. That one, I don't know what episode that is, but I'm I'm sure it's amazing to listen to now. Um, yeah, it's somewhere yeah. there. That yeah. and and go listen to our our talks about Infinity War and stuff like that, and see yes. how wrong we were about some stuff, and see how right we were about some stuff too. Yeah, yeah, we got I some stuff. Did that. Correct. Yeah. 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 Well, also yeah. there were leaks, so that helped. But well, no. But this was this was like talking about mm-hmm. just how we thought it was going yeah. to end after the first trailer, like after the first official trailer dropped. Like we were all talking about stuff, and yeah. I I know myself and a few other people are like, oh, this is going to be a dark ending. Like I don't care what anybody thinks, this is going to be dark. It was before they'd even officially announced there being a second film. Like when they're like, no, there's not going to be an Infinity War two. Mm-hmm. So right, they were very nebulous about what the next. They knew they said that it was going to be an Avengers, but what it actually was was kind of up in the air. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, um, my plugs. We should be finishing up Bond very soon uh, on a, on the the LHP. Um, so uh, go listen to that. Die another day is forthcoming. Um, and uh, also, uh, me and uh, Eric Sayor, we did a just a, like a general catching up episode since we've been uh, trying to push Bond through. We haven't been able to talk about a lot of this stuff, so uh, listen to that. And we also did a little bit of a look forward to uh, stuff that we're excited about in uh, this year, twenty twenty two. It's not most of the stuff that you would expect us to be excited about. Uh, I don't think we talked a lot about the superheroes or anything like that, or. So uh, yeah, it's uh, lots of lots to talk about stuff like the Northman and uh, yes, yeah, yeah, exciting little indie movies, A twenty four and that stuff. So yeah, go go listen to that and uh, yeah, that sh- that should be it for me. Uh, I'm Eric Fedorchak. You can find me at Eric underscore Theodore. There's pictures of dogs and food and cats and comics. Um, fully around the Phantom Zone. Uh, TBD with what's going on with that. Um, and outside of that, uh, go watch Station Eleven. Like it's, mm-hmm. don't be afraid of it being pandemic related because I hate to break it to everybody. There's going to be a lot of stuff that's pandemic related going forward. But like, none of it will be as good as this. None of no, it. I, I, no. None of it. None of no. This is the high point of stuff that is pandemic related. So yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah, it's. I hate to break it to anybody who is like, oh, I don't want to watch any pandemic-related stuff. You're not going to be able to watch stuff for a little while then because there's going to be a glut of it coming out, and I'm guessing sooner rather than later. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's it. Uh, all right. I think that's the show. Uh, yeah, I think it is. Bye. Bye.